Welcome to Box Press Radio. It is June 26th, and I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. I'm Angela. I had to actually look at the date there. I wasn't real sure. Yeah. Either way, it's... It's close to the end of June. That's all we can say. And it's Sunday, which is weird, because normally this is a Friday thing. Yeah, that's true. But this Um, weekend was busy for us, so... Yeah, it... It was a weird weekend for us. Like, we had stuff to do, but just kind of like, you know, stay-at-home kind of stuff, basically. Right. So, and like, it sucks because we wanted to, we we had three different things that we were invited to this weekend. Um, and we just, like, we didn't have enough time to drive to and from any of them. Yeah. So, kind of a bummer. Uh, had a friend's daughter's birthday party. And then you guys had a barbecue, and then Rex and Melissa had a barbecue. <laughs> On the same night. And we were just like, man, I, I, I don't know. We can't do any of these things. It sucks. So yeah. on one hand, I'm glad I didn't have to choose like what to do. On the other hand, I would have liked to have chosen one of those things. Right. So. Yeah, well, then again, that's the one thing that kind of sucks about summer is, like, now it's good weather, everybody's coming out of the woodwork and wants to go do shit, and it's like you can't go everywhere at once. So you have to kind of pick and choose what it is you do and don't want to do or whatever, so. Or what it is you can or can't do, depending upon your schedule right. and everything else. Yeah. Um, but tonight I am smoking an Alec Bradley Tempest. Or, I'm sorry, a Sanctum. Ah, that's a good one. I like that one. Actually, it's an Alec Bradley night for us because I've got the post embargo nice, going nice. here. So it was something I haven't had yet. And Angela is not smoking anything other than maybe my pole later. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't even planning on that, but okay. <laughs> Escalated quickly. Hey, I'm just saying, the offer's on the table. It always goes to... Or under it. (laughs) Or there may not be a table. (laughs) Eh, You know, to each his own. I like to have a table. Logistics. (laughs) You like to have a table even in bed? Yeah. It really sets the mood. You know, a really nice sexy table, though. I would think that your wife could be the table in the bed that, I mean... (laughs) Oh, <laughs> uh, this is this is not going places. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's been a week. Definitely uh, one of my one of the busier weeks I've had, despite like you know not planning on it to be real busy. Right. Um. So kind of interesting, but I'll I'll get to that. How was uh, how was you guys' week? And how was the barbecue? No, um, basically as far as the week was going, I mean, we pretty much just worked. I mean, mm-hmm. I know for you things have kind of slowed down now as it's towards the end of the month. I mean, they were a little slow this week, but yeah. um, it's going to pick up in yeah. the next couple of weeks, so. And that's pretty much how it was for me. It's like most of the week was kind of like normal, not so bad, and then Thursday it was just fucking ridiculous, but... Still managed to get out of there at a relatively decent hour, but even so, it still sucked. Just because it was like all of a sudden, yeah, let's have seventy-one grand on shipping on a Thursday. Like that's way too high. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Let the weekends handle some of that. You know? But then again, with Fourth of July coming up, that's going to probably be normal soon. Um, what day is the Fourth of July? A week Monday. from tomorrow. So I probably get that Monday off, don't I? Yeah, you should. Awesome. You do. Well, I know you don't, but nope. fuck your independence. Mm. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Which is just as well. <laughs> um, but my mom had fractured spine now due to medicine, so I'm dealing with that bullshit. Was the medicine a hammer? <laughs> no. no, it's prednisone, which prednisone. I guess is kind of the same thing. Which, if you take too much prednisone, it can make your bones very brittle, and they fracture easily. So, uh, that's what happened. Good to know. They uh, also, prednisone is a steroid, though, yeah, so that's well, probably why. Well, it's a steroid, and um, if you do steroids too much, it mm-hmm. fucks you up. Right. Um, that's what happened with her hips when they went out. Um, because she was on a ton of prednisone. She takes a lot of prednisone due to her sarcoidosis. Um, they're supposed to put you on high levels and then gradually wean you off. Well, she keeps fucking herself up. So they well, pretty no, much... she keeps having exacerbations because mm-hmm. she doesn't take care of herself and because she's fucking herself up at the same time, mm-hmm. which exacerbates the sarcoidosis because her body's in peril and it's trying to recover and, you know, flare ups, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so. She has outpatient surgery for that on the 7th, which I have to take a day off for because it's a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Hey, so, I know the feeling. Yeah. Um, and then um, my brother gets out that day, too, which would be awesome. Not. <laughs> um, he's been in jail for like a year or two, I think. It's been a while. Can't say I missed him. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's the most exciting thing that happened to me this week. Um, but the barbecue was awesome. We actually... It was actually pretty interesting. I mean, granted, it got started a lot later than we initially planned. Yeah, because but... Rob forgot his medicine and had to go back. Um, he was the provider of the meats to be grilled. He was supposed to be there around noonish. He apparently decided he didn't want to leave his house at noon. And then he forgot his medicine. He lives in Decatur, so he had to drive all the way back. Wow. Yeah. To Decatur and grab his medicine and then drive all the way back. So he but, didn't get there till like four thirty, five o'clock. But once he got there, I mean that's when most of the people were showing up anyway, and on top of that, like he brought kebabs, he brought hamburgers, he brought brats, I mean Nice. We had some chicken we were going to have him grill, but I was like, between the brats, the burgers, and the kebabs, I think we had enough. And even some of the kebabs were chicken ones anyway. Yeah. Which I thought were the better ones. I'm not a huge fan of steak kebabs, because steak is, like, tough. Yeah. And you have to get that shit off of there, and then you have to chew it. And Chicken breaks down a lot easier than steak does to chew. Yeah, it's a better kebab choice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Either that or, yeah, you could do pork, too, and it'd be easier, too, because pork tends to be moist like chicken, so. Yeah, but, I mean, we had most of the people that said they were coming, coming, and a lot of the maybes come. Um, Yeah, we had a couple surprise guests towards the very end there. It's like, oh, No, they said maybe. Well, I know, but I'm saying, like, most people say maybe on something on Facebook, they usually don't show up. So it's like, oh, hey, cool, You, you did come after all, you know. But he also did say that they missed their date night because she the people that came later um had shit to do before Mm -hmm. 
and they said, well, we might be able to make it afterwards. So, yeah. you know, they showed up a lot later, but we forgot about it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, they said they might show up later. And they actually did. Yeah. <laughs> so. Which is yeah. surprising. Yeah. But, I mean, it was actually surprising. Normally, whenever we've thrown gatherings, like having friends over or whatever, people don't show up. And it's not because we have cookout food. I mean, we've had food and shit over here before, like birthday parties and shit. Hardly anybody shows up, like maybe four or five people at the most. This was like at least I think 10 had, or 15 at no, least. No, I, I swear we had like 20 in the Pro- house I mean, at probably at, probably at one time, yeah. But I'm saying like majority. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, because we had, uh, basically, Rob is a guy that I went to school with, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't get to see him very often. His mom died here within the last year, too, so he was kind of a recluse for a little bit after that, too, yeah. and his medicine was kind of screwed up, because he's got PTSD and a lot of other shit going on, mm-hmm. um, diabetes and just a ton of other shit going on. So he takes a lot of meds, which kind of fuck him up sometimes, so he's kind of a recluse. Um, so he, his birthday was this week too. And he was like, we should do a cookout at your house. <laughs> I was like, okay. And he was like, well, and you I do have the fancy new kitchen. Well that, and he lives with his dad. So, you know, he didn't want a bunch of people over there and he lives in Decatur and yeah. he was like, your house is a lot more easy to find than mine is. Right. Invite a bunch of people over. And I'll bring the meat. And, and do the cooking, yeah. Yeah, and he was like, I'll grill on your grill. I'll bring another grill because my grill wasn't that big. So he brought two grills. Yeah. Almost set my porch on fire a couple times. <laughs> um, but some people brought, like, we had people bring sides if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, we have a ton of potato chips left, mm-hmm. a ton of buns. We're out of meat now because we yeah. ate the rest of the meat tonight. For no, we have two hamburgers left. Okay, um, but Good. we have like buns <laughs> and chicken pepper. apparently. Well, yeah, we, we have chicken just, too. So we had, well, we had we got some drumsticks because her mom went to one of those like community harvest food bank things where you just get a bunch of free food. Yeah, she and gets she got, vouchers because she's disabled. Yeah, so and, she got a bunch of like chicken breast. Like, well, she got chicken breasts and a bunch of chicken drumsticks that she ended up giving to us. And we took him out to Thaw's. We weren't sure what he was going to bring or whatever. So it's like, hey, if he, you know, we, we want to have chicken, we can do up the drumsticks on the grill. But he right. ended up bringing the kebabs and everything else. So yeah, it would have been way too much. But yeah, but we have like ten bags of potato chips, I think. Not and, counting the the tortilla chips for the salsa. Yeah, that and tortilla chips. And Those are fucking set brought, on chips. Yep. Yeah, my friend brought I'm a happy. huge bowl of salsa. Which I ate, like, way too much of, and my body hates me, but it was mango avocado salsa. It's fucking amazing. Right. You had just the right amount of cilantro to where, like, you can taste it, but it's not, like, overpowering. Wow. I, I think I just threw up a little bit, but I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Oh, you don't like cilantro? I don't like any of the things you just listed that are ingredients in that. Oh, mango, avocado, uh, salsa. That, it actually yeah. is a lot better than it sounds. Like, I'm well, not I don't, I don't like either. Mango, like, honestly, avocado, it, or I thought it was pineapple because of the yellow. I thought yeah. there was pineapple in it. And I was mango. like, this is going to be weird. <laughs> yeah. But it was mango. And I, I realized that once I tasted it. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is I mean, I, I've had mango salsa a few times. And it's it's okay. But when you put cilantro in it, just no thank you. Yeah. Well, it had enough spice to have a kick to it. And mm-hmm. enough to make my stomach be like, Because she, um, she used, um, she used, um, what are those peppers? Not jalapenos, not pepper Poblanos? 
poblanos or jalapenos? No, it wasn't jalapenos or poblanos. I think it was that was it serranos. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, the yeah, ones that those are not pretty hot. Well, they were hot, but they weren't like like the way she made it. It was like you wouldn't notice. Like they were yeah. mild enough. It was a kick, basically. Yeah. It wasn't like horribly hot. But right. my friend brought over hummus, like mm-hmm. homemade hummus and homemade pita chips. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I. Like, the hummus was awesome, but the pita chips went really well with the salsa, so I ended up eating all the pita chips with the salsa. You're doing it wrong. (laughs) So now I have all this hummus, but we do have, like, a ton of vegetables in the fridge, so... And and we've got tortilla chips. You could do hummus on tortilla chips. It'd be like refried bean dip. Yeah, but I I might use it as a dipping sauce for the vegetables. Yo, I could just eat a can of refried beans. I love that shit. Oh, my God. Refried beans are the best. (laughs) Especially with a little bit of cheese in there. Yeah, and just... Uh, and salsa. I like to have refried beans and salsa and mm-hmm. tortilla chips. It's fucking yeah. amazing. I like I like it with some sour cream and cheese. Yeah, yeah. But we had but we had that. We had uh, the, somebody brought a little bit of coleslaw, which I was the only one I think that ate any of it. But I, I like coleslaw. I had so. it today. Yeah, today. And I have heartburn from it. It's yeah. It's probably the uh, the vinegar in it. Probably. Yeah, I'm yeah. just like not feeling that. So you're gonna have to finish it. I know. I kind of figured I was going to anyway, so yeah. I'm already prepared. <laughs> like I like coleslaw, but I like it sweeter, and that's not very right. Sweet. Yeah, that one's. I actually. Like road, yeah. I actually just started eating coleslaw for the first time ever, like within the last two months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, at Twisted Kate Brewing, they do. Um, they give you coleslaw and potato chips with their chicken strip basket, mm-hmm. and I was like, well. I want to eat these chips, but I don't want to eat just dry chips. Let's try dipping these in this or in this uh, coleslaw. Mm-hmm. Turns out I really fucking like that. So I, say, I, um, I started just ordering like a basket of chips with coleslaw to dip it in. Hey, it works. And yeah, it's, it's really good, actually. I was, was kind of shocked. Yeah, it's not really my thing, but actually, uh, I think what was it? Uh, Naomi and Axe actually today had some of the leftover brats and they ended up putting coleslaw on the brats with the bun and I was yeah, like Yeah, I'll eat I'll eat some coleslaw here. on a burger too. That's all right. Yeah. I mean, but with the way the coleslaw tasted be kind of like having uh uh, sauerkraut, sauerkraut on it, yeah. Not oh, as, wow. not as, that's not as, that's pretty acidic, then. Yeah, well, yeah. it's to me, it's kind of like it's the middle of the road. Like if you've had like the KFC kick, like uh, style, KFC is a sweeter. K- that's what I was getting to. Is KFC's is sweeter? It's kind of like the next step down from that. It's like right in between. See, that. Yeah, that I like it when it's kind of like I don't want it sweet. I want like a pretty dry coleslaw too right so you like, would i don't actually, want any liquid you well there's liquid in it well but i mean could, like just a little bit i don't want it i don't want a soup at the bottom when i'm done with it well you probably have it that way anyway but you would actually probably like the uh we were talking about rib fest from last weekend you would probably like the lynchburg coleslaw that they do with theirs because it's actually just like the chopped up uh, lettuce or whatever yeah and they put it in with uh, mustard seeds and kind of like a sweet vinaigrette sauce but it's not but there's like no mayo or any of that in there like that's it it's like "Mm, it's not it's different it's almost it's got more of like a i guess you'd say almost like a pickle relish kind of flavor yeah i might look up a recipe that sounds pretty damn good i mean hey you know find the jack on the bone guys and find out what they put in it but i mean it's lynchburg coleslaw so you might be able to find it that way too at least that's what they bill it as but yeah, you might like that burger better. But I mean, it turned out really good. We had lots of friends over. We got you know, 
Granted, the only downside is I have a whole fucking case of Bud Light I'm probably not going to drink. <laughs> Just sitting in my fridge, taking up room. <laughs> hey, man, yeah, it's going to be a hot summer. B-Y-O-B, and they went to the liquor store and bought Bud Light and yeah. brought it back and left it there. I was like, oh, God. I mean, at least we still got some Newcastle left, but it's like, fuck. I have one Newcastle in my fridge, actually, and I'm... So, I'm trying to not drink as much beer. I Usually, I drink a ton of water, and I thought I did yesterday, but it was super hot all day. Right. Um... So I like it, when I took a piss this morning. It looked like I had been stranded in the desert for a week, hmm. and I woke up with a fucking awful cramp in my leg, and like it was horrible. Like I've literally only ever had a cramp, like maybe three times in my life, including that one. Hmm. So that that really sucked. So I've been downing water constantly today. Yeah. And still don't feel like I've had enough. Also, we got drowned when we went to breakfast. We went to a place in uh, New Buffalo, Michigan this morning called Rosie's mm. that's been there forever and ever. Right. It's like a, a place that my family has always gone. Right. And as soon as we got there, like we pulled in and all got out of the car. And it's like, you know, somebody just like upended a bucket over us. Mm. I mean, it wasn't like a... You know how rain, like, starts with a few drops and you can, like, kind of run and get out of the way? No, it's like somebody literally just, like, turned on a, a faucet, like, right <laughs> above us. So we walk in and they're like, oh, is it raining? And we're like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Wait, is it so, raining? No, motherfucker. <laughs> this is yeah. gas. This is a gas leak right now. <laughs> I am a sweaty bitch. Um... But yeah, so breakfast was cool. It was uh, cheaper than we expected, and we forgot it was cash only. Mm. Um, so fortunately... Hate it when that happens. Yeah, I am not a big fan of the cash only. I think that's complete bullshit. I don't mind cash allowed. only, but sometimes I just don't have time to like run to an ATM to actually withdraw cash. Cause I, I, I never have time for that shit. So right. I just... Usually if it's cash only, I will purposely not go there. Because I'm like, I would rather just go somewhere else I don't have to make another stop for. That's why we were so excited when Coney Island finally started taking cards. It's like, yay, I don't have to run to the ATM. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's why I had only been there like twice. Because yeah. I was just like, I'm not going to go. I don't have cash. I'm not going right. to go get cash in downtown Fort Wayne. Yeah. It's like, how how many people come in there all the time and are like, oh, they get through their food, they mm -hmm. go to pay. Oh, you don't take cards? What yeah, the fuck? That's, that's part of the reason why, well, granted, if you go in through the back door there, because it's one of the they few places the sign, in town yeah. that you can, if you go through the front door, they got the big sign before they started taking cards, like, you know, we don't take cards. Like, okay. But I didn't know that either at first. And it's like, oh, I read the sign. Well, we better go get money, you know. But, I mean, if I know ahead of time, I mean, like, where we're located here, like, there's an ATM, like probably five or ten minutes away from here that we can stop by that is our bank's atm so i don't have to worry about the extra fees right. so i mean if i know ahead of time we're going somewhere that does cash we can stop there and grab cash and then you know then go wherever but if but i don't you never know how much you're going to spend either yeah that's why so you overestimate like... a little bit and it's like hey if we have any change or something we can always put it back in too. see that's my problem is i always end up with a bunch of change mm -hmm. and then i always end up spending it on stupid shit Mm -hmm. Or I just, or it gets like scattered around my car, wallet, house, work, okay. and I, I'm like, well, 
it, I don't know. It just disappears quicker, I guess, is what I'm getting at. I hate that shit. Well, the only other thing that we did this week was we went to the uh, Sweets of Geek summer free movie. Yeah, I saw that. I was jealous. I wanted to go to that shit. a whip. Yes, yes. You know, I'll be honest, when I first saw that, I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know he had a whip. No, I won that whip that night. Because they had, for the trivia contest, they had, like, first, second, and third place. They had a whip. They had a hat. Which I already have. I already have an official Indiana Jones hat that I was wearing that night, so that seemed kind of redundant. <laughs> and then they had like a little satchel, and I was like, "Yeah, the satchel would be kind of cool, but the whip I'd probably get a little bit more use out of." So wow, yeah. So that, like, that, we live different lives, sir. <laughs> when you look at a bag and a whip, and you say, "I'll probably use the whip more," <laughs> like you know. Hey, I have kids, man. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's what cattle prods are for. <laughs> you can't tame them with a cattle prod. You can only get them to move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, he, But it was, it was funny because uh, they gave the satchel to the girl. Yeah, it was like two guys and a girl that won the contest. Granted, it was funny because it took a lot longer, I think, than he was planning. But it was, it was funny because I almost ended up eliminating myself. Oh, wow. Well, like the first question they asked is they were like, you have to name three other roles that Harrison Ford played that is not Indiana Jones or Star Wars. Okay, so I'm racking my brain. I was like, okay, well, you've got, you know, Deckard from Blade Runner. You know, you've got, um, crap, what was the other one I came up with? I don't even remember now. <laughs> That's part of the problem I had. I was like trying to rack my brain of all See, the Harrison Ford I, I always fucking default to the president in Air Force One. Yes, but see, the problem with that is you had to actually know his first and last name, not just the president, you know. So yeah, that's, I have that's, no idea. And even then, I had no idea about that either, and I was thinking regarding Henry, and I was like, Henry, and it's like, what was his last name? Fuck! <laughs> that's not his last name. Turns out it was not Henry Fuck. <laughs> but it's like, I couldn't think of that, so then eventually, like, I still managed to get to get in because it passed on to the next person. Oh, Okay. Because they did it kind of like, okay, you answer, and then the next person answers. If that person gets it right, you're gone. You know, like spelling these stuff. Oh, right. Yeah, so eventually they had a question of, um, fuck, I don't even remember the question I won on. Oh, was it, uh, well, the other question they asked was, like, who else was up for the role of Indiana Jones before Harrison Ford? I was like, well, Tom Selleck, you know, that one's kind of, kind of a give me. And then they were sure. no. The question I won on was they were asking what. You, there's two answers. One of either I'll accept either one. But it was like, which colleges did, you know, did he teach at in the films? And I knew one of them right off the bat. And in a way, it was kind of a cheat on my part. But it's because one of the colleges that I knew of was Barnett College. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> so my that, last that's... name is Barnett's. It's yeah, like, you fucking hey. better remember that shit. Right. So it's like Barnett College. Okay. And everybody else was like Yale, Harvard, Oxford. I'm like, he's not British. Why are you naming off all the British colleges? I mean, at least if somebody had said Eton, I would have given you props. But no, it's like no, it's not British, dude. Wow. So eventually they came back around to me because they went through everybody else. And it was like, Barnett College is like, all right, you're first place. You stand over here. It's like, yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, That's I was like, awesome. I barely won by the skin of my teeth, but I managed to do it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was it was pretty great, though. They had, some, they had some pretty good trivia questions. Like, some of them that were pretty hard, too. They weren't too obscure, but they were pretty hard, too. Like, unless you, like, really studied up on Harrison Ford, like, trivia, you know. 
you probably would have had a better shot, but it was... I, I would have failed miserably, so well done, sir. Yeah. yeah, I would have too, but I was like, honey, you're the trivia person. Go! Yeah. And then I was like, if you win, you better win that whip. <laughs> <laughs> wow. we were sitting around people, and they were just like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, he's already got the hat, and, you know, we don't need a satchel. I was like, we could use a whip, though. And he told the guy, he was like, yeah, he was, he was my like, wife wanted me to, to get it for the bedroom. No, and that's not what I, no, what I said was, the guy was like, you know, I, I was like, I'll go for the whip. He's like, all right, you know, and then I was like, where's that waiver? Because he was joking earlier about having to sign a waiver for it, you know. Oh, yeah. He was like, oh, it's in there somewhere, whatever, you know. And he's like, just be careful with it. And I'm like, well, I'm married, this will be fun. <laughs> he's like, I'm not going to repeat what he just said. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. It was a pretty good time, though, and we managed to sit through the whole thing. We didn't get rained out, you know. The only part that was funny was towards the end when the guy drinks from the spoilers. Although, if you haven't seen this fucking movie, shame on motherfucking you. Anyway, where the guy drinks from the wrong cup or whatever, and he starts yeah. to age rapidly. Oh right. So my daughter likes to like hides underneath the blanket, like you know. <laughs> I was like why? Yeah. Did he, and she's like, "Why did he turn into that brown monster thing?" And I was like, "That's what happens when you age." <laughs> true story. That's what happens when you get older? Yeah, true story. Yeah, man, that sounds nice. When you can take your kids to a movie and they sit through the whole thing, mm-hmm. that sounds awesome. Well, I mean, she sat through it for the most part, but she did get up. She did play a little bit. You know, she did kind of talk to people. But like we told her, one of the guys, like we ended up making friends with some people there. And it was like a woman and her boyfriend, and he had never seen Last Crusade, so this was like his first time seeing it. So I was yeah. like, "Look, don't bother them because he has never seen this movie. Just leave him alone, <laughs> right? You know, don't piss him off, you know." But it, they were pretty cool about it, and they got. I guess they had, they had another like giveaway thing where if you put your name in a hat deal, you got boxes. And apparently, some of the boxes had like these like plush snake, like stuffed animals or whatever in them yeah and and then there was one that had the holy grail with a gift certificate to the sweet so geek shop oh that's cool yeah so like one little girl won that one and everybody else got a box of snakes <laughs> wow which was great because he's like snakes why did it have to be snakes <laughs> and he's like i always wanted to say that and i was like you set it up well dude <laughs> well done but yeah it was a good it was a good time it wasn't i mean it really wasn't I mean, I think this was actually better than the Guardians one because I think there was a lot more people at that one, and I think they did some of the stuff a little better. Like they they had the food truck, which was the um, like the Big Apple Pizza one. Oh yeah, yeah. So they had them there last time they were there. They didn't have the truck; they just had like a tent. This time oh, okay. they decided to use the truck. Although the only downside of that is they had a really fucking loud generator. I was gonna say that was probably too loud to use during the movie. Yeah, once the movie got going, I think they jetted out of there, and I know after a little bit, because they actually have a service that comes in and does uh, uh, liquor service and bar service, so you could get, like, beer and wine and whatnot, which they gave you, like, one of those, like, travel size things of wine. Oh, for, yeah, yeah. For four bucks, which I'm like, really? I could probably get a whole bottle of wine for four bucks. <laughs> yeah, by the way, did you see Sadek started making the two wine bottle size pouches that you can take to the beach? Mm-mm. Yeah, you tagged this in it, honey. That yeah, actually, I know you guys it. saw that, but the pouch. Yeah, because I was like, "What's that?" And he was like, "You were like, Dan tagged us in it, static wine pouches." And I was like, "Oh, that's awesome." Yeah, it's a oh, two. Okay. It's a two bottle of wine size Capri Sun, basically. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was thinking of 
for some reason I was thinking of something completely different. I don't know why. But yeah, that shit is awesome though. Yeah, adult Capri Suns. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. But yeah, yeah like I, if you drank that, you would be super hammered. Well, well, when we were there, I didn't really get like hammered, but I had um, the eight uh, bit IPA from um, shit. What was that company called now? I meant to yeah. say Cam, but I didn't. But it was I tra- like it's I did one has try that. on it. Yeah, I forget where they were at. They they were next to me. They were next to us at the uh, the Laporte Brew Fest here. Yeah, or the Shelf Ice in Michigan City. That's where it was. And I tried that one, and I wasn't super impressed. I liked the branding, and it was fine. Well, I mean, for me, it was like either a four dollar <laughs> thing of wine, which I'm not a big wine person. Oh yeah, like they had a they actually did a thing that was a charity thing, which I thought was pretty awesome. Um, they actually had like adult root beer floats where they provided the alcohol, like the like one of those like it wasn't the uh, not your father's, but it was like the one that comes in the can. I forget what it's called. Yeah, and it's not very. good. It's not good on its own at all. No, don't <laughs> drink that shit on its own. But it's, ice cream in it, it makes it a little better. Right, it takes. It, it's almost like basically. T- it's basically like if you drink it on its own, it's like drinking a beer that has root beer flavor, like root beer extract in it or something. Yeah. So it, it tastes more like a beer with root beer flavoring, whereas you put the ice cream in it, it cuts out that whole beer taste, so it makes it palatable. But they provided the root beer, and Sweet So Geek provided the scoops of ice cream, and basically all the proceeds from that went to the Salvation Army. Nice. Yeah, I thought that was really cool, and so my wife got the root beer float, which was good, and then I got the uh, IPA, because it was either that or like... Bud or Bud Light or, you know, one of the generic, you know, things that everybody has. Yeah, the domestic selection. Right. So I was like, no, I'll go for the IPA. Why not? You know. But it was even funnier because I forgot I had a Mountain Dew, too. So it's like I had a Mountain Dew chaser with it. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a good time, though. We had a really good time that night. That's cool. Yeah, that looked super fun. I know they do one of those here, actually, across the street from uh, um, Twisted Kate. But, um,. We, uh, you know, Titus doesn't really give a shit yet. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't even watch cartoons in the house. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we're not going to sit and watch, you know, Finding Nemo with 300 people we don't know in the heat. Right, yeah, wait till they're at least, like, or wait till he's at least, like, three or four or something like that, where he's a little bit... Yeah, he needs another year, and then he'll be ready next summer. Yeah, but I mean, like, the next movie they're going to be doing, I guess, is Labyrinth. Uh, nice. They've got a couple other movies, but I know, like, the one next one... I wish they'd do, like, Terminator or something like that. Yeah, the only downside with that, though, is it's got to be at least somewhat family-friendly, because kids will bring their kids. But, like, Labyrinth's in there. Um, I know Young Frankenstein they're going to do in October, like, October 8th, like, the beginning of October. So, like, that's cool. we got to check that out. That'll be fun. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, they do different ones. I suggested them doing Jaws, but apparently they decided not to do that one. Kind of that would be great. Yeah, it would have been be great. really good, um, especially for a summer movie. Right. Or Twister. Yeah, well. I love I love Twister. It's such a campy, dumb movie, but it's so fun. But like it was the at the best. It, it came out at the best time. It like did. Twister and I in Independence Day are like yeah, great popcorn. Don't think too hard about these movies. I mean, there's yeah, still I'm there's still enough the there for you to think Day. about. There's still enough there for you to think about, but it's like you don't have to. Like, you don't have to get, like, yeah. invested in it, you know. 
like that's one of the things everybody gives like independent the original Independence Day shit now and I was like you weren't there dude like that movie was the fucking awesome movie of the and it actually like the graphics still hold up pretty decently yeah exactly like, like it's I was not the worst looking thing in the world yeah I was talking about it last night because one of the guys that was here uh, was talking about uh, he really liked uh, Spawn. And I was yeah. like, yeah, but you can't go, like, he like he liked the comic book character, and I was like, yeah, but you can't watch that movie now. I mean, everything up until they get to the CGI parts is fine. Once you get there, you want to gouge your eyes out with a melon baller, because it's so fucking atrocious. Right. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I mean, you can still watch it if you want to, I'm just saying, warning you ahead of time. Yeah, CGI, well, was you, can, you can still enjoy it, you just have to know what you're getting yourself into. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I mean, I you know, like they were. He was talking about like I'm, I'm hoping they remake it at some point. I'm like, give them enough time, somebody will. Now that Deadpool came out and they realize R-rated movies can work with superheroism, you know, I'm sure Spawn isn't too far behind. It's just a matter of getting all the ducks in a row. So we'll see how that goes. But that was pretty much our week. I mean, other than that, we just worked and did our usual thing. Um, Samantha is with her dad this week and, well, last week and this week. Uh, she'll be coming back on Friday, so we'll have her back again. But she was with him for two weeks for part of his, uh, summertime. Okay. So she'll go back for another couple weeks in July. Yeah, which kind of sucks because right when she's with him is going to be when the Ghostbusters movie comes out. And I really want to take her and Wednesday to go watch that. Because I know, like, Samantha definitely wants to go see that, so. Okay. I definitely would like to go with them just because. And I, I even talked to a guy the other night, and he, you know, I was like, "Yeah, if I go see it, it's probably going to be a week after it comes out because I want to wait till I have her back and we can go see it on the weekend or whatever." He's like, "You're really going to wait a week for her?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's my fucking daughter." Like, yeah, that's my child. <laughs> I think I can wait a week for a movie. Plus, I figured with all the fucking vitriol out there about it, it's like I, at least if I wait a week, all of that shit will hopefully die down enough to where like I can go see the movie and not have to worry about some asshole in the audience heckling it the whole time. Right. It's like if you want to do Mystery Science Theater three thousand, wait till it's on DVD and do it in your own fucking house. Yeah, you bastard. My daughter and my daughters and my wife and we want to enjoy the movie. that shit or right. pay pay per view that shit because yeah, it's watch a- it at home with your friends where you can trash it all you please in the privacy of your own home. Right. You know, I mean, I don't need. I don't. I'm just worried that that's what's going to happen. Like, I'll go there and somebody's going to start yelling stupid shit out. And it's like, dude, my daughter's here. She's yeah. a child. Let her fucking enjoy this. Let her have this one thing, you know? Don't be a douche, you know? Right. I mean, I understand if, like, the whole audience is a bunch of dudes that like, you know, the original Ghostbusters, and hey, guess what? Still on DVD. Still on streaming. Go watch it. Not gonna ruin anything. You know? But, yeah, I mean, I know you got a bunch of stuff here about your week, so let's go into your stuff. We've talked enough about our shit, so. Oh, sure, no problem. I figured tonight's show might go a little longer than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I actually spent some time on show notes tonight, and... Uh, yeah, we're trying to stick to those. That's part of the reason just, why... Like, uh, just kind of winding down the, the weekend here. Um, it's actually, I think this will probably be the longest I've sat still in the garage. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh work was busy this week though. It was uh it was not supposed to be. Um I, I can't say one of the reasons for security um non disclosure type shit, yeah. Yeah, but um the uh the marketing person and advertising person 
kind of unceremoniously quit through our team management software and just said, I'm not going to be doing any of this anymore, and I'm not going to monitor any of this, and I'm not going to answer any of your questions. The fuck is that about? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not and, how this works, dude. It's like a te- that's like a text message breakup. You don't do that shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, and is has been very adamant about not giving us any of the login information for any of the things that she's been doing. See, now that's just fucking retarded. Yeah, it's <clears throat> a problem. So it's essentially, like, if you don't want to do the work. That's fine. There are people here that will fuck off. Give me the logins. Yeah. So I I went I went around that issue. I just kind of just contacted everybody with the accountant and said here's the person that pays your bill uh give us our login information right i'm in charge now (laughs) i I moved everything to a new team management software so the person can't come back in and take control again yeah um and it also gives me the ability to have control over when things are due because i'm the person that kind of depends on all of those dates right um, so it makes sense that I'm the one managing that stuff. And uh, also, I, I appear to be the only one with any... Um, knowledge of how to do that shit? Well, not even just knowledge. Like, it helps that I know how to do all that stuff without, like, needing to learn. Mm-hmm. But I'm the only person willing to take control. Mm. Um, so I just, I kind of spent my week essentially building everything from scratch again. Because we didn't even get any of the assets from the person. Hmm. Um, so kind of, kind of a bummer there, but also kind of what I had been hoping for because it makes my life actually much easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it was a pretty busy week. It was pretty cool. Um, and I, I didn't mind because I know this week is going to be super short. Like the next two weeks are kind of super short. Um, on the 30th on Thursday this week. Uh, my grandma's having her second shoulder replacement, mm-hmm. um, so I have to take the day off for that, um, which is what made me... I thought of that when you mentioned your mom, Angela. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I have to take the day off, and I'm going to try to work from home a bit that afternoon, but still, you know, I'm going to miss the majority of the day. Right. Um, and it's going to be a... The last one was extremely trying, so I, I imagine this one will also be a bit of a... Uh, but I mean, again, Endeavor. if you're gonna miss work for something, I mean, at least it's like yeah, like I'm not upset about missing right. work for it at all or anything like that. It's right. actually kind of great that she's getting it done um, because it really needs to happen. She's in just so much pain, right? Um, so yeah, that's gonna make this week short. And then I'm off on Monday for the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. I had I was planning on taking like at least a half day on Friday. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be a weird weekend anyway because Ashley has to work since she was off this weekend. Right. Um, so I said just please get a babysitter for one day this weekend so I at least can stream or do something on Saturday. Right. Um, because the problem is she works from like 4 to 8.30 or 9. Mm-hmm. So literally I can't like plan anything. I can't go anywhere. Right. You know, like by the time you get somewhere, you know, to anywhere opens, it's usually noon. And then, you know, when you account for driving and all that stuff, it's like, well, I get it like an hour or two wherever I go. Yeah. Um, so, or if I stream, like I know there's like a time limit and it's always at the end of the stream when things start to pick up. So, right. 
it just I don't like streaming with that black cloud hanging over my head. It just kind of ruins it for me. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's not not a huge deal, but like it it's super sucked over the Father's Day weekend, and I'm not doing that again. Yeah, so, um, don't blame you there. Yeah, and then uh, you know the uh, I I was kind of keeping up with the um, Britain thing all week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that was obviously a pretty fucking big deal, and now we've got people talking about Texas seceding, which that's not going to happen. But we won't get into politics. I was going to say, um, wow, I didn't hear about Texas. Well, I showed you that picture the other night. Yeah, but I, were, didn't, I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, basically they were talking about seceding, and for some reason they couldn't figure out how to spell secede. Yeah. Because they had giant signs with letters on them, and it was like, Sidi, we're going to Sidi. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but go ahead. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> yeah, you're like one step away from Al-Qaeda signs and <laughs> your own people shooting you, you illiterate fucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was that was pretty fucking interesting. I, I hadn't really, I had heard about it and kind of, you know read the headlines and stuff, but I didn't really look into it at all this week until this week. Um, and then of course, you know, it actually went through and everything. So that's going to be super interesting to see what happens with, you know, a lot of the other countries leaving the European union. Um, I think the best quote that I've seen for it so far is, you know, America and Britain are in a race to see who can fuck themselves up the most, but America has a Trump card. Yeah, even though I mean, Britain's in the lead. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like Britain's in the lead on that one, and I think it's going to be hard to yeah. hard to pull ahead. And as far as time goes, anyway, uh, who gets there first? But you know, there I think it'll actually end up being a good thing for the the global economy. And honestly, I think there should be a like a United Nations World Council, like Star Wars style thing. Mm-hmm. Um. You know where where the whole world gets to decide what's best for everybody, rather than trying to have everybody compete. Um, because yeah. we should be looking at expanding into other planets, and yeah, <laughs> super high level overview. I think we should be looking at the world economy and not Just individual like land masses and made up lines. Um, but anyway, I, I understand the need for, for local economies and governments yeah. and such. But anyway, moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, my phone died on Saturday, yesterday. Yep. Did you um, get another one? Not yet. We we were going to go and do that today, but I didn't want to spend... I didn't want to make the drive literally to where I work today on my day off. Um, because I would have to go to a flagship store, and the nearest one is like a mile from where I work. So it would be like, you know, an hour and 45 minutes in the car doing that. And it would have taken up the whole afternoon probably. So, and I would have had to have the baby with me when we did that. And I didn't really want to have him in a Verizon store for like two hours. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's kind of like taking a baby to buy a car. Like that's just a bad choice. Um I don't know. You let him sit in the, the driver's seat of one of the show models and be all right for a little while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he enjoys it for 30 minutes or whatever, but then he's like, okay, let's run around and run into everybody. Right. Um, so we just kind of said, no, nah, we're not going to, we're not going to do that. I'll go tomorrow after work. Um, 
but basically i i'm kind of unhappy about it because like i didn't want to upgrade my phone because i enjoyed the smaller bill they cut my bill in half when i actually looked into this right they realized i was on an old plan so they like gave me a credit and also cut my bill in half so that's pretty fucking awesome like literally like i don't mind talking about my phone bill because it's obnoxious and big right um i was paying like 220 bucks a month for three phones which is crazy and i was i called them like previously and they were like oh we can't do anything and this was like six months ago maybe or not six months ago it was in february when our contract ended and they were like oh we can't do anything for you right now so when I went into the Verizon store because I wanted to use the warranty or the insurance on my phone, the girl's like, "Oh, well, your insurance doesn't really help because you would have to pay 150 bucks and then we're not even sure what phone you're going to get." Right. Yeah, their insurance is bullshit when it comes yeah, to Yeah, you pay 11 like bucks a month and then when the phone breaks, they basically just tell you to pay for another phone. Right. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to do that. If I'm going to buy another phone, I'm going to buy a new phone. Exactly. Well, especially because it's like I bought insurance in case shit happens to my phone. I feel like Chris Rock right now. Like, I bought insurance in case shit, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, So they justify it by saying, oh, well, there's a deductible. And if you went to the doctor, there's a copay. And I'm like, yeah, a copay is like $20 on a $1,000 bill. You would pay would be like, unless it's an emergency room, would be like $35, not right. $150. And, and that's on, so it's $35 on like a $600 bill. It's exactly. like a 3% copay. Whereas this is literally like, I don't know. So my phone, you could go buy one now for probably less than the insurance. It, you know, pro, it's probably 100% copay, right. which at that point you're just paying for it. Um, and they were just like, oh, and you, you know, you have a deductible. And I'm like, yeah, but you would make me pay this every time. Whereas a deductible would go away the first time. Right. And they're like, well, yeah. And I was like, so it's not a deductible. That's a different thing entirely. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, I guess so. I was like, fucking you're dumb. So I just said, okay, I'm not talking to you anymore. I left the store. Um, and was just like, well, you know, I'll look into this on my own. So I come home, start doing some research. I called Verizon, um, like the sales line right? and said, Hey, my phone broke, you know, I need a new one. They said the insurance isn't going to help. And she's like, well, let's call the insurance company because it's actually a separate company that handles that. And they're basically like, yeah, you're fucked. Um, so I was just like, okay, well, whatever. Um, what deals do you guys have going on right now? And the girl's like, oh, we don't really have any right now. And I'm like, you don't have any? There's like no bargains? Like if I go on the website, there's nothing? She's like, not really. And I'm like, okay, well, fine. I I don't need to talk to you anymore, I guess. So I hang up. And much nicer than that, though. I, I'm not that short with people. Like, I know it's their job to to do that. She should have done a better job, though, because what I found out when I went on the website is apparently if you upgrade two phones to a Samsung phone, you get a fucking free 50-inch Samsung TV. 
And I was like, well, okay, we're both due for new phones. Like, we weren't going to upgrade either of them, and Ashley doesn't have to have an upgrade like I do. So we were just going to do my upgrade, so our bill only had an extra 30 instead of an extra 60 hmm. Um, And I was like, but, you know, for a $1,000 TV, you know, 800 to to $1,000 TV, that's actually not that bad of a deal. And we would get a free Gear VR headset with our phone. And it's right. a super fucking cool phone, which I'm stoked about. Yeah, um, the Edge um, is one of the phones that I might look into when I get a new phone. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because I'm going away from the Notes, but it's still a Samsung. <laughs> it's still a Samsung, and, and I mean... It's not a phablet. It's still a phablet anyway, but it's like the it's thing... It's still about the same size a, as a Note. It's the size that my phone is. It's like a 5.7 inch. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, either way, like... I was talking about this last night with her. Honestly, the Batman one would be cool, but A, it's fucking expensive, and B, I'm gonna have a fucking OtterBox on that shit anyway, because knowing my dumbass luck, I would find a way to break Wayne Tech. So... <laughs> It's like I would have to cover up all the cool Batman shit on it anyway, so what's the fucking point? Your ass <clears throat> dropping in the fucking toilet again. Yeah. <laughs> I was lucky the corners managed to catch right on the lid and I had flushed and all the water went down, so I had enough time to get it out of there, but shit. <laughs> that pissed me off. I was like, God damn it. Yeah. All I was doing um, was checking my mail while I was peeing. <laughs> well, and that's the thing, is like I've ne- my phone's not like broken because I dropped it, like there's right. not a scratch on it. Yours just the- fucked up. Yeah, like the software just died, essentially. Yeah. I was going to say, um, another uh, another friend of ours was talking about their phone, and for some reason, like, she dropped it, but it landed, you know, screen side up and everything, but for some reason, like, the screen, like, flickers. Like, somehow, internally, she managed to disconnect the screen from everything else. Right, like probably shit. knocked a solder point loose or something <clears throat> Right, like and, it's, and they wanted pretty much like you were talking about, like, another 150 bucks just to go, well, we might be able to fix it. And it's like, I don't want a mite. <laughs> yeah, like if I'm gonna spend 150 bucks, you're damn well gonna fix it and replace it with a identical or better phone. Right. Yeah, because that's why I pay for the fucking insurance. If that's not how the fucking you know insurance works, then I'm not gonna fucking buy that shit again. You know. Okay. All right. Good night. Night. Andrew says good night. Bye. Angela too. She says good night. Uh, to Angela, not Andrew. Haha. <laughs> I already told I already told you nobody likes me, so it's cool. <laughs> I think it was for both of you. All I heard was Angela. Mm-hmm. It's cool. We're we're the same person. It's okay. Yeah, pretty much. Um anyway, yeah, so I'm going to go to the, the Verizon store tomorrow. And they, so I asked, a, I asked the online chat thing, like, hey, I want this free TV, but it says you have to have a new line. And we're just upgrading two phones. We don't want to add a fourth line. And they were like, oh, yeah, we can do that. We're just going to have to shut down one of your lines and create a new one. But you, you still can just keep the same phones that you have and numbers and everything. We'll just do it all on our end. And I was like, well, that's probably fine because we want to give one of our old phones to one of the other lines anyway. Um, and they're like, yep, that works. That's fine. We'll give you the deal. 
So hopefully the store doesn't give me any bullshit because I, I don't feel like I want to do that over the phone. Um, just because that seems complicated and I'm going to be super pissed if for some reason I end up like getting the phones and then not getting the TV. Um, because I, I can imagine a lot of worlds where that is the case. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, kind of kind of interested to see how that works out. Also, it'll be nice to have a new phone. Right. Um, but yeah, um, yesterday, on the, so my phone died on the way back from going to Bass Pro Shop. Um, I went to pick up a few uh, fly fishing things, and I was going to buy a couple of pairs of shorts, but they were five bucks more at our store than they were in the online ad. So I was just like, well... I guess I'm not going to get shorts here because I don't want to spend 20 bucks a pair. I'm, I'm cheap. I'm sorry. Right. Um, and then I went to the local craft beer destination store called Pat's Liquors in Porter. And they had a bunch of good beer, as always, like too much. It's one of those places where you walk in and you're like, I just can't pick anything. Um, so I ended up buying a six-pack of Summer Days from Matt Anthony. Because um, it's always good, and I like to support Matt Anthony. So, oh yeah, our um, buddy, our buddy Neil's gonna need the support because I know he and uh, Maureen just got a house and everything else. So I mean, yeah, it's moving on up. <laughs> yeah, so it was a nice house, though. It is. Yeah. I mean, from the outside, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it looks super nice. Um, I said, hopefully, he'll invite us over so we can finish that whole double feature thing we started, so we can actually watch Family of Paradise. That'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, uh, did some fishing, but didn't really catch anything. Uh, the weather has been super fucking hot and humid and, uh, super high pressure. So the fish don't bite as well during the high pressure. Like today uh, was like freaking terrible. Yeah, it was awful today. I went and fished for like an hour when the pressure dropped around noon. Um, and it was just... It was so fucking hot, though. And I stood out in the water, so it was cooler. Um, But fuck, man, it was just brutal. And, uh, yeah, but it was nice just to get out and fish a little bit. I I haven't been fishing as much this year as I'd like to, so I was glad I got to get out and do that. Right. Um, Which also ties into, it's been way too fucking hot in my garage man cave setup thing I have going to like sit and do anything like i can be out here yeah but like trying to concentrate when you're like sweating are you talking about during the day or at night yeah well both actually Mm. like even at night like right now it's like 85 in here do you have a fan in there you need a fan i i do have a fan and it helps but it's still fucking hot in here um so i haven't i haven't been spending a ton of time in here I was going to say, I think for you it kind of sucks because you're so near the lake and everything. You get It's like the lake effect snow. You get like the lake effect muggy heat, whatever. Yeah, well, we get more humidity. Like right. Typically it's a little bit cooler, but, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It's super hot out. It, yeah, it if was you're like sitting on 95. the dock of the bay, it's cooler because you get that like lake breeze or whatever, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah. But we're like two blocks or a block, yeah, probably a block or less away from the lake, so we don't really get much of that. Right, and that's um, the thing. It's like here in my garage, I mean, during the day it can get kind of hot out here. I've got like a ceiling fan going in here. 
Yeah. You know, and I mean, I probably do have a little bit of leakage from the AC, but I mean, even like I've got the AC off right now, and it's I think it's pretty comfortable out here. I mean, it might be a little warm, but it's not. I was going to say, yeah, it's a little warm, but it's not terrible. Yeah, it's not that it's... warm. I mean, I've been drinking whiskey, and I heat up when I drink. So it's like, I I have got a fucking sweat going on right now. Yeah, I'm not sweating, but I'm comfortable. Um, so yeah, didn't didn't get a ton of gaming done this week. I did a little bit, but we'll get to that. Um, yeah, in our links. And then, uh, so Sophie is going to go to obedience school on the 10th of July. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, she needs to stop chasing everybody that walks in front of the house. Right. Like, she's actually got a trail where her chain ends, where she's, like, worked it down to dirt. Um, Nice. You know, because she, like, strains on the end of the chain and pulls up the dirt and everything. um, And scares the shit out of everybody that rides their bike by or walks by. And we've got these dumb ladies that walk their dogs up and down our street, like, right in front of her. Like, all day, literally. Um, also fireworks are in season. Yeah, we noticed that last night when we were out on the porch, all of a sudden there was like stuff getting shot at or whatever. Yeah. It's like... Not us. (laughs) No. No, it was funny because... Scared the fuck out of us though. Well, it was funny the other night when we were at that movie or whatever, somebody like in that neighborhood somewhere started firing off fireworks and at first my daughter was like, what was that sound? And my wife was thinking it was like a car backfiring, but then it happened like three or four more times after that, and it's like, oh, somebody's launching fireworks. Like, okay. Yeah. I was worried. I I thought it was funny because in this neighborhood, I know that there are at least two cops that live in this neighborhood, and I was like, you guys have got some balls, man. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying. I I think most of the time people get a pass um, during, like, 4th of July, like a week before and after. Yeah. But, like, other than that, uh, cops tend to be pretty pissy about that sort of thing. Well, I mean, you're not supposed to launch them within city limits here in Fort Wayne anyway. You have to sign a waiver when you buy fireworks. Even if you're buying, like, the little flowers and the the sparklers or whatever, you know, you still have to sign a waiver that you're not going to launch them in Fort Wayne, but people still do anyway. So it's like, on one hand, I'm pretty sure cops already know damn well people are going to do that anyway. But on the other hand, you can't really go around and arrest everybody. So it's like, you have to kind of pick and choose. Now, if you got some guy with like the, you know, M800 mortar, you know, launchers or whatever. Blow your head off mortars. Where it sounds like they're launching fucking Civil War cannons in their backyard. Yeah, okay, go for those people. But like, if we're on our lawn with like the little flower things and the fountains and the sparklers because we've got the younger kids that aren't interested in the big booms yet so we we buy the smaller stuff so if you got that going on i'm I'm pretty sure they're like whatever i mean just don't burn yourselves we'll be okay you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um but yeah so we gotta go um sophie's due for shots we found out we found some records of her original vaccinations Mm. um and they'll la- they last three years. Right. And we were like, well, we'll just go get her some new ones, and she'll be good to go for another three years. And I'd like to do it at least every two anyway. Um, so we're going to take her for rabies and her parvo and uh, worm shots, I think it is, parasites. Yeah. So we're going to take her for those. I think it usually costs about 75 to to 100 bucks, which isn't bad for, you know, you know, keeping a pet every two to three years. Um, and then uh, she'll be able to go and get signed up for her obedience school, which will be six weeks every Saturday. 
Um, I think it's like an hour is all, so hopefully it works, though. They do have a money-back guarantee, so if she's still chasing motherfuckers outside of my house in six weeks, I will say, give me my money. Right, yeah. Um, and it's pretty affordable. I mean, it's a six-week co- six course, and it costs 120 bucks, I think. But as long as it actually works, that's the thing. It's like, if right. you pay that money, like regardless of how affordable it is, if it doesn't work, then what exactly did my money go towards? You know what I mean? Right. Yes. Oh, but and I, some I think dogs need longer times than that. I True, mean, but I mean, Sophie, for the most part, really is a sweetheart outside of just... Yeah, I mean, she'll... And she she does listen. Her problem is when she's, like, outside and distracted. If it's just me and her, like, she'll sit when I tell her to, she'll lay down, and she'll wait until I tell her to come to me. And, you know, she listens pretty well, but as soon as she gets outside, she just wants to chase everything. Yeah. So that's the real issue. Yeah, she just doesn't have self-control. Yeah. So I think it'll be fine. I'm I'm 99% sure that it'll work. Um, and if it goes well, we might even do some of the advanced training with tricks and stuff. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, and then today... Um, we went. We finally convinced my grandma to get out of the house. We took her to Twisted Kate and had a beer with her. Oh, that and must took have been the baby. Yeah, I mean it was fun. We've gone and done that before, so it was cool. Yeah, but I know I know your 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 grandma's an interesting lady. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, she she was pretty quiet. She's she's not feeling great. So, um, pretty pretty tame today. Yeah. Hopefully, and, hopefully after her surgery and everything, she gets to be back to yeah I'm her hoping, normal self. I'm hoping within like the next six weeks she'll she'll start feeling, you know, better again. Because I know right now she's pretty much has to be constantly on super strong painkillers, um, because she's in so much pain from just bone on bone for every movement she makes, and then she's still in pain from her last surgery. So it's going to be a rough six weeks. Um, yeah. But I'm sure it won't be worse than it is already, which is probably good that it's not going to be worse yeah um let's see what yeah, well you so, ended up going to uh what is it you ended up well you went to bass pro did you get any fishing gear at bass pro or did you just go there uh i didn't get much they actually didn't have um some of the stuff i was looking for yeah i i was looking for some specific flies um that they didn't have so i ended up getting a three pack of some foam spiders mm. um and then uh, I thought about buying a a, a second fly fishing rod and reel setup, but I I decided I would rather spend the money on the steam sale. Right. Um, and also Sophie's thing coming up, so I didn't do that. But we walked around and Titus got to see the fish, and they had some little like family like fun event stuff going on. Like uh, you know they have the stuff where your kids can try to cast the the fake fishy thing on the kids fishing pole into the bucket right right that Basically, sort of thing. like practice for the real thing yeah yeah so he got to play around with that stuff and run around and um you know we just we like to look at all the stuff and check out the tents and walk around on the boats they always have the pontoons set up and that sort of thing um and they always try to sell you vacations which is fucking weird <laughs> and i was just like no Mm-hmm. Not today. Not Andrew will never go that kind of shit anymore. Not after yeah. the last time we went to Ribfest and they fucked me. Yeah, they exactly. tried to anyway. 
Because they were like, oh, we'll give you a free vacation, but we need your credit card. Why the fuck do you need my credit card? Yeah, why would you need a credit card if it's free? Exactly. Like, why do you need this information? It's like, well, we have to charge your... No, 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 (laughs) no. Free means I'm not paying for a goddamn thing. So if that's how this is going to work, fuck you, click. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, So, yeah, it was was fine. Like, we didn't really get too much. They kind of didn't have anything. Like, we wanted a few things that were really specific, and they ended up being sold out or just didn't have them at all. Yeah, I figure at this time of the season or whatever, everybody's probably got most of that shit now. So, yeah. Yeah. So we... uh, we had fun though. I mean, it was cool and got to stop by uh, Pat's and talk to Liz there and see how she was doing. And uh, yeah, just uh, got a little update on figure eight from her. Oh yeah, is it going down the tube still? Yeah, it's not going well. They, uh, I don't want to say too many details, but they kind of tried to screw her over mm-hmm. a little bit, and she wasn't very pleased about it. And their their sales aren't really doing anything. Um, so I, I haven't heard good things, but I don't I don't know enough firsthand, so I don't want to speculate. But all I have to say is, ever since you left, it seems like it's just been a downward spiral. So yeah, yeah, it definitely has not gotten better since I left. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So other than that, that's pretty much my week. Kind of, kind of fucking pissed. I ordered some cigars. Yeah, speaking of, let's get into the cigar discussion here, yeah. I ordered some cigars from Famous on Wednesday because I wanted them on Friday for the weekend Mm -hmm. and paid for the two-day shipping, the air shipping, and I made sure that I ordered it before the the cutoff limit where it said, if you order before this time, you'll get your order on Friday. Right. Otherwise, you have to wait until Monday. Right. So I was like, okay. I made sure I got a screenshot of the confirmation. Right. Um, and I looked at the... Because I looked at the shipping the next day, and I'm like, well, it should fucking be halfway here. You right. Know, if it's going to be here on Friday, by Thursday afternoon, it should be halfway here. Right. Or even at the very least, it should at least have been shipped by now. Yeah. Yeah. So it actually didn't even ship until, like, 4 o'clock on Thursday. Wow. And I was just like, what the fuck, man? So then, like, Friday morning, I finally get notification from UPS that they had received the shipment and that the estimated delivery date was on Monday at, like, 5 p.m. And I'm like, motherfucker. So Monday, tomorrow, I have to call Famous and be like, listen, fucking cocksuckers. (laughs) I literally paid you, like, I think, like, $13 for shipping. Right. When I could have gotten the free economy shipping. Yep. And gotten it at the same time. I want my fucking money, bitch. Um, Like, it's not that much money. But it's it's the principle of it and the fact that I had to then go and buy cigars this weekend and spend extra money again, which was the whole reason I spent the $13. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt a little bit today because I ended up running out of my uh, La Finca's. Um, so I was like, well, I wanted to get at least a cigar or something for, for the recording tonight. And uh, I went in there and it's like, I know, like you mentioned, we had a a credit or whatever because of the advertising from the big smoke event. Yeah. But the only person I think that knows about that is probably Joe. And I know he wasn't there when I went there. That John Snell guy was there, so... Yeah, I was like, "Well, okay, I'll just get this. T- I'll just get this like 
ten dollar cigar for you know for tonight or whatever but yeah you'll have to talk to joe about that but yeah there there should be it's like 20 or 30 bucks or something like that um i mean whatever it is i mean i'm I'm glad that we still have it it's just like unless joe is there i know nobody else probably has any fucking clue about right yeah i'm sure if you ask him he'll he'll just leave a note for you guys or something yeah um i'm hoping maybe i can order some more cigars with this next check but we'll see how that goes yeah Talking um, also, by the way, this fucking cigar is fantastic. I am going to have to get more of these. Which the Alec Bradley Sanctum. Yeah, I, I, I like those. I've had a few of those. Those are really good. Yeah, for a Connecticut uh, Connecticut wrapper, it is fucking great. Yeah, I like those actually better than the uh, the Tempest. So yeah. I, I think those are actually a better cigar than those. So, I mean, I, I definitely pick those up when I can. But like I said, I was... Looking around for something that was like reasonably priced, but something I hadn't had before. That's why I grabbed the post embargo, which I'm about halfway through it now, and it's actually not. It's pretty good. It's still smooth all the way throughout. It hasn't really changed flavors, but I mean that's fine. I mean I'd rather have it stay consistent rather than changing shit up on me every so often, you know. Yeah. Um, also, I I this is kind of going backwards. Um, I am thinking about. I was thinking about getting, like, a fishing kayak, like a small one-person fishing kayak I could carry down to the lake to fish with. Yeah, I saw you posting about that earlier, yeah. But I think we're actually considering getting a paddle boat now. Oh. Um, Because then Ashley and Titus could use it as well. Right. So, yeah, just something something that might be happening in the the near future, so... It works. um, Yeah, something something fun. Um, But, yeah, so... Um, other than that, cigars I've smoked this week. I smoked a bunch of Alec Bradley stuff because I had to buy some. I I bought some Nicopuros from the local smoke shop. Um, sort of those you can't go wrong with either. So yeah, I mean that's probably my favorite cigar. Were they the regular Nicopuros or were they the yeah. diamond cut ones? Or no, I I only buy the regular ones. I don't like the the other Rosado or the diamond cut. Oh really? I actually yeah. thought the diamond cut was pretty good. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's not bad, but yeah. it's it's more expensive, and I don't think it's as well made or as good. Yeah. So also, it's a they come in a default bigger ring gauge, and I like the robusto right. Nico Puros. Yeah, I know the robusto um, sizes your normal to me. I'm usually more of a a Toro and up kind of guy, but yeah, yeah. And then uh, as far as like big cigar news goes, like a bunch of brands have. You know, announced new cigars. We posted some of that stuff on the Facebook pages. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, a bunch of the big uh, companies like the IPCPR, Cigar Rights for America, Cigars for Warriors, yep. uh, and some others, I believe, have filed a like joint lawsuit or a bunch of lawsuits against the FDA. Yes. Um, essentially saying, you're not following the rules. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. And then also, at the same time, basically, a bunch of the bigger vaping, uh, you know, equivalents of our IPCPR and, you know, Cigars for Warriors and that sort of thing have all also filed lawsuits saying, hey, you know, the same thing that they said. Well, yeah, well, especially for them because, like, to me it seems really ridiculous to lump vaping into cigars, you know, like, like which one of these is not like the other? I mean, yeah, vape, I mean, vaping is still supposed to be kind of like a surrogate version of smoking, but right. it's still not even close to the same thing well, as a cigar. And also, it's 
if they are able to regulate anything, the only thing they should be able to regulate is the e-liquid. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only component that contains, potentially contains tobacco. Like, that would be the equivalent of... So them regulating the actual vape, like, mechanical things... Right. ...would be like them trying to regulate cigar cutters and ashtrays. Right, exactly. And that's that's my point. It's like, you can't regulate that part. You can regulate the liquids, and I mean, I can kind of see a justification for that because... Everybody, like, you have the option when you get your liquid. Like, I know, like, we went to the uh, Craven Vapes here locally, and, like, they, you have the option to get whatever flavors or whatever of the liquid, and you can get them with varying degrees of nicotine added. Yeah, or and, none. Or, yeah, like, exactly. Zero or none is an option. Right, and none completely. So it's like, so if you're going to sit there and justify charging somebody more or whatever for having the e-liquid in the vape in the vape pen or whatever who doesn't buy the liquid with the nicotine in it the same as you're going to regulate the guy who buys the nicotine liquid that's fucking stupid yeah i mean that's you know that's, that's like me buying you know that's like me going into rudy's buying a soda no cigars but i still got to pay like twice as much tax on the fucking right you got to pay tobacco tax on your soda because they sell tobacco Tobacco products products. exactly that's that's part of that's just completely asinine like why would you do that you know yeah it just doesn't make sense you know yeah it's it's like me trying to pay gas tax on getting an oil change like why (laughs) you know i'm getting my oil change has nothing to do with my gas or gas tank at all you know right it's dumb so i mean I think it'll. I think that'll gain some traction. I mean, if if nothing else on the cigar side, at least their like vaping side will probably get a little bit more traction. But either way, it's just I'm I'm just kind of waiting to see where everything really falls in line. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, I don't think we'll hear too much of substance until we get close to the August date. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, maybe we'll hear a few little tidbits here and there, but I don't think we'll really hear much until, you know, closer to the time when it's yeah, to be probably yeah. within thirty days of it. Right. Um, you know, I I could be wrong. Like, I kind of hope I am. I'd like to know what's going on a little bit sooner. Um, you know, I I do have aspirations to open a cigar lounge. Um, in the future, I don't know that I could say the near future, but. I have a few locations I know where things would do very, very well, um, and the laws would be in my favor as far as taxation and such goes. Right. Um, there's some gaps in the local area that, that would do very well based on tourism and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I would like to know where, where we stand on that um, sooner rather than later. So... Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much all the cigar news that we really have. Um, there's a billion cigar announcements for new cigar blends and that sort of thing coming up. Right. Um, so, you know, if you want to check that stuff out, Google exists <coughs> for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, Half Wheel is a great website and they have all of that information. I don't think we really need to, we don't need to duplicate it and repeat it here. Like that's that's kind of why we do this podcast is for the fun stuff and not so much the facts. Yeah. Plus on top of that, it always seems like kind of disingenuous to us to sit here 
and regurgitate information that you could just as easily Google or look for online. Or, I mean, if you're subscribed to any number of cigar, you know, yeah, you've probably seen it thirty-seven times. Right, you're gonna you're gonna get that information one way or another, and it's like I like. If we found something out that was like breaking news or something from a cigar manufacturer, that's one thing. But right. we're not we're not going to sit here and regurgitate reviews from Cigar Aficionado or Half Wheel or Stogie Geeks or any of the other many myriad of places you could go to get that information. You know that that's 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 not fair to our audience and it's not fair to them either because it's right. like you're just stealing our information our hard work and our information yeah i would i would rather just direct them to the reputable websites like half wheel right. and direct them away from the shitty ones right and even um, and just mention the fact like hey this exists if you're really that interested you're welcome to go research it or whatever on your own like if i regurgitate anything it's because i want to let people know like if we're smoking a certain type of cigar right. like what it's the binder cool is or what important Right, just what it's what it's made of, what the binder is, that kind of thing for the people who are really curious. Yeah, and when people send me press releases and say, "Hey, please disseminate this to your audience," you know, I do that. Right. You know, like with the black label trading announcement, mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing. So, yeah, there's my obnoxious fucking neighbor again. <laughs> I swear, every show they drive by at least twice. Um. But yeah, so did you guys uh, get to do any TV watching? And there's nothing really on to watch. Yeah, I mean, we've got shows we still catch up on or whatever, but even then, like most of the major ones, we've, ca- we've caught up on them. We caught up on Flash, we caught up on Arrow. We haven't had a chance to go back and watch uh, Legends of Tomorrow or any of those yet, but we do still want to. Unless lately with weekends and with it being summer, it's like everyone comes out of the woodwork, wants to go do things and stuff. Right. And I know, like, in another couple of weeks, Angela will have her next burlesque show, so we're going to be busy with that. Stuff like that is, you know, going to kind of take up the time we would have to do those things. And even then, sometimes I'm actually, like, because it's summer and all, would rather be out doing other things, you know, than sitting at home watching TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I I did finish Orange is the New Black, which um, I won't go into because... I, I heard it had some big ups and downs. Yeah, I mean, it was a really good season. It was better than last season, I think. And they got good. into um, a lot of... Because they more... lost me on last season. Huh? They lost me last season. I, I got like three episodes in and just didn't give a shit anymore. Yeah, last season wasn't as, as good as, um, you know, the previous and then this one. This one, the way it ended, too, was kind of abrupt, but, like, they built on so many of the characters that were more, like, obscure. There we go. Wow, can't speak tonight. The more tertiary characters, yeah. There you go. Um, (laughs) They built on those, and you learn, like, a little bit more, like, in-depth about them than... uh, you knew before. I, I was I was curious actually because of last season whatever is uh, what's her face back? Who the Ruby chick or whatever? No, 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 no. She's I, she's gone. You saw her in one episode. Okay, and it was very quick. Right, like she had a conversation with one of the characters because her and. Uh, one of the characters went to Max. Okay. At the end of last season. Yeah, I know she got transferred out to a different thing or whatever. Yeah, but I didn't know if she made any appearance this season or not. She so. made one appearance in one episode, okay. and that was it. She was not 
in any way like a character really at all on the on this season. That kind of sucks. Um, she kind of had like her five minutes, and that was about it in this season. But um, I mean, it I, her character I didn't think would stay anyway. Yeah. I think she was like, hey, I'm kind of one of those, you know. I'm here for the season and I'm out kind right. of thing. The new eye candy for that season yeah, and then exactly. goes away. Yeah. Yeah, and they built more upon um some of the main characters too, but a lot of the more like tertiary characters that were kind of in the background the whole time are now like in the spotlight in the season and I thought it ended very well. And I have an issue with a lot of the things that people are saying about the writers that there's no black writers apparently on the, you know, the on staff the show. And the, right, the writing staff, yeah. But they they focus so much on, especially this season, on the black characters. And I've seen like I saw a meme saying, "Oh my God, they don't even have black writers. How are they? You know, how can they write about black stuff and blah blah blah." And the way they ended it was so iconic with the way shit is going down in America right now with black people and, and everything going and on rights and gay people and all that shit. It's like, so what? They don't have black fucking writers, but they fucking, they, they own that shit and they get everything right. And I just like, it killed me when yeah, I saw see, that. See me with my limited like community theater acting background or whatever. It's like. The thing about a writer is a writer can write whatever it is that they think in their head. And they can do research before right. they write it. I mean, and, and even if And even if they don't, they just write the dialogue. It's really more up to the actor delivering the dialogue to give their own interpretation or spin or whatever on it. I mean, like... And the actor to be like, no, this isn't correct. We need to do it this way. Right. And some writers are like that where they're very hands-on where it's like, I want you to read it and, and do it the way I wrote it. And it's like, that's fine. But the problem with written word is that it's always open to interpretation. That's one of the things that I kind of hated back in, you know, ye olden times with like instant messenger and, you know, Yahoo messenger and shit is that like sometimes somebody could write a, a sentence of something and I could read it and interpret it like they were being a dick or whatever instead of, like, taking it for whatever their true intention was. But, that, again, you're reading words. It's You're not hearing voices. You're not hearing inflections. You're not hearing, you know, whatever they whatever a person would bring to it by saying it out loud. So, that, and that's what I mean. Like, for an actor, like, any anybody can write dialogue for somebody, but, like, it's up to the person playing it. Like, if somebody, if, like, if a, if a white guy writes dialogue and it's delivered by a black character then it's up to them to give that spin or, you know, whatever it is you need out of it. Yeah, I mean, they're so I just took a quick look through their writing staff. Yeah. They have them all listed. And they have at least one person with a Pulitzer Prize, and they had at least two non-white women, one of which was very, very black, and the other looked some sort of mix. Well, they showed, like, in the meme, they showed the, the writers, and one looked... Like, she was maybe Asian descent or whatever. But I don't know. You know, it's a fucking meme. It could be, like, a writers for another show. Yeah, I show. mean, I, I'm sure you yeah. could. I mean, definitely. I just looked through the, the cast of writers. There's a lot of white women. Yeah, um, but again, it's like. But again, like Andrew said, a good writer can write 
you know, anything. That's like saying, well, this book is bullshit because the writer is clearly human and there were alien characters. How would they know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it, it's, it's just like, I don't understand, like, why people twist shit like that and they're like, oh, because they're white, they can't understand black people. It's like, no. That's just saying, like, because... It's actually he- racism from the other way around. Yeah, right. and it's, it's like... reverse racism literally by definition. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, you know, we're human, so we automatically can't write about dogs or cats or aliens or anything because we would know nothing about that. Right. I'm not from yeah. Mars. I have no idea what a person from Mars should say or should sound like. However... Yeah, it's if I'm writing, if I'm writing like a Star Wars novel or fan fiction or whatever, it's like you kind of have to, you know, write it how you would expect that to be delivered. Like if you were going to see that, you know, played out on screen, whether it be television or a film, you have to interpret it like how you would expect it to be seen, and hope that the actor, the director, you know, the lighting person, like everybody else behind the scenes, is able to capitalize on what you think in your head. Yeah. And and sometimes that works out, sometimes it doesn't. I mean, sometimes directors and actors have different ideas. It's kind of like what I talked about, I think, before on one of the other shows about uh, Kevin Smith. You know, like, he is an actor's director. He's like, look, you know, we'll, we'll film the scene. You know, I do want a specific sort of delivery or whatever, but if you're going to throw something out there that I didn't think of that's better or funnier or whatever, then I'll let you go to town with it. And that's kind of like, to me, that's always made for better television, better movies, better plays, whatever. Mm-hmm. If As long as the actor and the director have that understanding of like, look, here's how I'm going to deliver this. If this is what you want, I'll continue doing it that way. If you don't want it that way, if you want me to do something, then you need to tell me what it is you want me to do. Yeah. You can't just expect me to suddenly like read your mind and know what that means. You know? Yeah, but it just takes like one set of people to be like, fuck that, I have a problem with it because... I mean, I can this. understand if, like, so. the, if the entire cast, like, if you were doing, like, a, a you know, period, like, post-Civil War, like, you know, piece about all uh, an all-black group of people, then, yeah, you would want some people that would have some sort of knowledge about that particular time and how those people talked, act, walk, talk, you know, whatever. You would want that kind of input. But if you're doing something that's contemporary, I mean, cultures are melting are melting pots like a motherfucker right now and blending into each other. So it's like you can't really necessarily nail it down by one culture or another. I mean, yeah, yeah. there'll be certain aspects you want to capitalize on, but on the other hand, you can't just blanketly say, well, all yeah. black, also, all, all a the bunch black of, actors have to speak in Ebonics. Why? At, well, and a bunch of those uh, writers, also, I looked at some of their credits. Most of them worked on stuff like The Wire and right. Weeds and stuff with other strong black leads and characters. So right. mm-hmm. it, the, whole, the whole argument that they're, you know, they have an issue with their writing staff being too white is just you know, fucking reverse racism and yeah. well, not even reverse. It's just straight up racism and right. ignorant. So it drives anyway. me insane because you know. I mean, on one hand, I do a whole huge thing going on about racism in the first place, and it's like, look, can we just like stop and just stop? <laughs> Again, can we it goes back human beings. It, it, like, yeah, it goes back to where we should focus on the human race as a whole, right? And not worry so much about specific cultures or colors or any of that bullshit. I mean, yeah, I mean, I do understand you want to, like, you know, if, like, honestly, if you truly have, like, a deep-rooted, like, 
Native American heritage. I understand you wanting to put that at the forefront. I you can that. celebrate your heritage, right. but that's different than focusing on your race without any of the culture or heritage. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, that's... I don't think people should take the the whole racism issue as a green light to celebrate bad cultures. Right. Like there's a serious issue with the generic black culture where, you know, they're shooting each other and it's all a product of the shitty situation they find themselves in. And we should be working to fix that shitty situation, not celebrate it. Right, yeah, basically like the, the whole token black guy character. Like, yeah, you don't need the token character, but if you can write dialogue and a black person delivers it and delivers it maybe with a smidge of, like, whatever their background is... Fine. I mean, motherfuckers cool. can play Twi'Lex in Star Wars and nail the performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I don't know. I have no idea what an Orion slave girl on Star Trek would sound like. However, you know, if the actor can put on the green fucking makeup and do what she's what she's done in other Star Trek episodes or maybe even expand upon that, cool. That's how I wrote it. I wanted you to expand upon that. I wanted you to bring something new to the table that we haven't seen before or haven't seen since or whatever. You know, Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, as a writer, I mean, my father told me a long time ago I probably should have been a writer, but it's like, that's, my problem is I always felt like I would have been a hack because I would have ripped off other people's better ideas, you know. But, I mean, in general, like, if I write something and you deliver it with something that either I thought in my head or if you do something completely left field that I didn't even think of and it was good, go with it. Run with it. Go ahead, you know. As long as somebody doesn't come around and take what I wrote and turn it into complete fucking garbage, you know, some sort of Michael Bay bullshit, then, yeah, okay. You know, then, then, you know, I, I really don't see where there would be an argument, you know. Yeah. That's my two cents on the whole. So, uh, Angel, also, I know the uh, season finale of Game of Thrones just wrapped up um, I'm not about even 30 minutes ago. Have Jeez. you watched any at all? Not not here recently, no. I have, to, I have to see, I have to have her give me her HBO Go password, like username and password, so I can watch it at work. Because <laughs> when I get home, it's like... I have other shit I'm doing when I get home, and I was watching Orange is the New Black and all that shit, so it's just like, now I don't have anything to watch at work besides, like, reruns of old shit that I've already seen, so I'm just like, okay, I think I'm gonna have her send me her credentials for HBO Go so I can watch that show while I'm at work. Yeah. Also, I'm not even, like, halfway through the first season yet. You guys, you guys have gotta try out The League. Yeah, I've been looking at, at Dude, that. Dude, that shit is so funny. It's probably the funniest thing I've seen on TV. And it's, I mean, it's relatively clean. Like, it's on network television. Yeah. Like, well, the I fact mean, that it can be clean that. and be that fucking funny. Like, granted, there's fucking watermelon jokes. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's on network TV kind of clean. Mm-hmm. But we haven't, like, we haven't even had time to sit down and watch anything, so... But, I don't know, usually when the kids are awake, they're watching their shit, because if we try to watch anything with the kids up, it's like, okay, pause it to go, like, do something for this one, okay, now they're being too loud and we can't hear, so, yeah, it's it's hard to watch anything with those two. Wow. 
Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And in general, it's kind of like I was telling somebody the other day. It's like, you know, they're like, you don't watch Game of Thrones? And I was like, I don't have to. I have enough friends that watch the shit. I have enough, you know, people on... You're talking about, like, the League. Oh, I know, but I'm just... Yeah. Well, I know we were talking about Game of Thrones, and it's like, I don't have to watch it because I know enough people that do and enough people on Facebook that post shit all the time. It's like, I don't have to watch it. I end up watching it by proxy. Yeah, I just, I actually literally just saw somebody tweet, um, I haven't had to watch a single fucking episode of Game of Thrones, and I know everything that's happened. Yeah. Thanks, Internet. Yeah, I'm I'm trying not to pay attention to those posts, so, but I figure by the time I get through the first few seasons, I won't even remember what the fuck those posts were about. I mean, I know there was a, I know there was a thing a long time ago where they had a, one of those, like, which character on Game of Thrones are you quest, like, not quest. Quizzes, same difference. Anyway, but it's basically like I filled one of those out just because I was curious, and they were like, well, you're Arya Stark. Okay. She sounds like a badass from the description they gave me, but all right, you know, whatever. Um, I even found an article just a little bit ago while we were recording that was talking about um, breaking down the different Game of Thrones characters by United States state. Wow. Yeah, which Arya Stark was about Michigan because it's like they don't like people dissing them and they have a secret side of them that they don't that nobody knows anything about. It's like okay, that makes sense. Um, I, I, it was one of the other. It was like somebody else that was for Indiana, but either way, I was just like I don't really. I, I guess I don't quite appreciate the significance or whatever, but it's it's still kind of funny to think about. But in general, I just yeah, it's. It, Fantasy stuff is not usually my thing, you know, like, I'm not even that big of a fan of, like, you know, like, Dungeons and Dragons or any of that kind of shit. I mean, I know enough about it, but it, and I've played it a little bit here and there in my youth or whatever, but... Right, you want some more mechanical shit in your world. Right, I like sword sorcery and machine guns. That's why I gravitate more towards something like Shadowrun, which is basically like Blade Runner with trolls, orcs, and elves running around and mages and shit. You know, it's like you got the best of all the worlds right there. You know, you want to talk about a melting pot, there you go. Melt all that shit down and give me something awesome, you know. So I'm more interested in like that because to me, sci-fi is more my thing. Like I grew up watching like, you know, Alien, Alien, Star Trek, Star Wars, you know, Galaxy Quest, all that kind of shit, you know, that was more sci-fi driven and and not so much of the whole like, you know, big pecs, big swords, you know, loincloth bullshit, you know. Sexy shit. I mean, hey, sci-fi is pretty fucking sexy. I mean, <laughs> I, I like I like sci-fi and I like fantasy. I, I enjoy both. I I really don't think that I've ever differentiated the two. Like, you know, been able to say I like sci-fi more than fantasy, right? Because like, I fucking love Star Wars. I love Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, I mean, love all I mean, that I like, stuff. But I, like I also things. love fucking you know Conan the Barbarian and. Right. You know, and I like every things. fantasy thing, and I like Game of Thrones. I'm a huge fan. I was a big fan before everyone on the planet was a big fan. Right, and it's like I like all that kind of stuff too, but I still like it better when you can mix them all together. You know, and kind of like get the best of all worlds in that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I like them together. I like them separate. I, you know, fucking you mashed potatoes something. and corn to me. I, I like yeah, them separate or together. Mm-hmm. Of them all. Yeah, exactly. I want an orgy of everything. Like, let's put it all together and see what happens. <laughs> well, so does Dan, apparently. All right. Uh, I'm going to take a minute or two break and grab a beer and put the dog outside. So I'll be right back, you guys.
All right. Well, in the meantime, um, I was going to say, I, other than, like, really, I haven't been watching a whole lot of anything outside of uh, I've suddenly gravitated back towards... Um, there's a YouTuber called Oliver Harper who's from the UK, um, and he's done these really well put together videos that are retrospective slash reviews of pretty much every like movie that we've grown up on and watched since we were kids. Like he's done all the RoboCop films, even the TV series. He's done Alien, Aliens, you know, The Thing, Big Trouble in Little China, like all all the all the classic stuff. And it's really, and I like the way he presents them because he'll do a little thing at the beginning, which is almost like a mini trailer with the music and a bunch of clips thrown together and edited really well. Then he'll go into a thing where he'll narrate saying, okay, well, this movie came out in June 26th of 1984. It made, you know, $14 million, you know, and it, its budget was like $90 million. So it was kind of a flop. And he'll go into like the behind the scenes stuff. And the financial stuff, and then he'll also turn around and say, well, here's what the movie kind of means to me. And the other thing I like, too, is he goes directly into the video game tie-ins for most of these films. Like, all the RoboCop video game tie-ins going back to, like, Commodore 64, Amiga, you know, all the, all the, the classic, you know, games that some of us grew up with. And, you know, I like the fact that he does bring that into his review, because I think for... Most kids, like of our generation, grew up sometimes not even seeing the films but playing the video game tie-ins, and that's what led us to checking out the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like, like kind of like back in the day even before video games were a big deal where they would come out with novelization versions of movies. And I used to pick those up, too, because I always wanted to read the novelizations and, like, go and see the movie and then kind of see, like, what was different about it. Mm-hmm. Um so it was kind of cool to be able to see, you know, like him go into like video games. Sometimes he'll mention there were novelizations and stuff too, depending upon what the film is. And generally, like he tend like I like him because he tends to like a lot of the same things that I do, as far as movies go, video games, tie-ins, that kind of thing. And he'll even talk about like this movie, you know, kind of came out a bit ahead of its time and tried to do some really unique things. But like he was comparing the way Supergirl the original Supergirl film did front projection flying effects for her flying around, whereas the Rocketeer, which came out a couple of years later, did it backwards and did it more like the other Superman films where they did it, where they basically like had him on wires and they did a blue screen thing where it was behind them. Mm-hmm. So to him, he feels like the front projection way of doing it was easier and made it and gave more of an illusion of flying versus the other way. And it's like, I don't get very, you know, you don't get very many people that do reviews that go into that kind of minutia. I mean, granted, most people just want to know whether or not the movie was good or not, mm-hmm. you know, which granted my whole thing with that is it's cool to see a review of seeing what somebody thought, but I still would rather go see the film most of the time. I mean, unless it's something that I just have like an initial reaction to not liking because of whatever reason, um, I would rather, you know, have somebody like read a review if I'm not going to see it right away. I'd like to read a review or two and see what they thought and then maybe go and see the film or whatever and think, okay, well, this, you know, this really isn't as bad as that person said or this particular scene worked a lot better in my opinion than it did theirs. But again, it's all opinion. It's all subjective. It's Mm -hmm. like you and I like Newcastle beer. Not everybody likes Newcastle beer. 
you know, and we like it for different reasons. You know, we like it because it tastes better than Bud or Bud Light or any of the generic domestic crap. But on the other hand, it's also not the heaviest in alcohol content either, so it's kind of nice to have if you're hanging out with people you don't want to get completely plastered. You know, right. and, and I'm back, by the way. All right, well. No, yeah. you're not. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this was recorded previously. I knew you were going to ask, the, you know, if this was recorded or not, but, um, you know, I recorded it and knew the question was coming. You have reached the life model decoy of Dan Barnes. <laughs> yes. But Wish yeah, I like I was that. just saying that like the only thing I've really been watching this week is uh, Oliver Harper, a guy from the UK that does movie reviews slash retrospectives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does a really fantastic job. Like he does like nice little before and after kind of like mini trailers with music and everything. And then he'll also do like a bit in the middle where he'll narrate and say, you know, you know, I like this movie and it came out June 26, 1984. You know, it, it, it grossed like fourteen million. It cost ninety million to make. It was kind of a flop. You know, he'll he'll go into like that kind of stuff, but then he'll he'll do these really great like before and after bits of like clips and music and like kind of like like I said, kind of like mini trailers, which I think lends itself very very well to doing kind of a retrospective review thing. You know, I've seen a, I've seen a good number of them. Like I've seen the ones that he did for all the RoboCop films, which I thought he was very comprehensive in each one, saying like, "Look, you know, Robo the original RoboCop is the best one of the trilogy, but there were some good parts of two and three. The TV series was good. The only problem with it was is that they really like watered it down for kids. So a lot of the violence and stuff that you saw like in the first film, you know, wasn't there." You know, he'll go into all that kind of stuff, and I like that versus somebody that just says, well, I thought it was good, or I thought it was shit because this and this, and, you know. I'd rather have somebody that gives me a full, comprehensive thing of, like, this is why I think this, you know. And, right. again, because he's from the U.K., they get different cuts of films than we do. You know, sometimes, like, I, I was watching one today. I think it, I don't know if it was for Starship Troopers or if it was for another movie, but he was talking about, like, no, actually it was um, Batman Mask of the Phantasm the animated movie and he was talking about like it came out in theater in the United States didn't do very well and kind of was quickly you know gotten out of theaters and it didn't even come out in theaters in the UK he didn't get to watch it until it was already on video so you know it's kind of cool to hear that sort of alternate perspective from us because we get different cuts of movies all the time and you know they get different they have a whole completely different rating system and everything else so it's cool to just if you like if you like watching reviews of like older films, especially if they're ones that you've loved, it's kind of cool to see him give his uh, his interpretations on like here's how it was in the UK and like I was saying before, because we're video game guys, you know, he goes into the video game tie-ins for a lot of these movies and talking about like, well, these ones were shit, this one was good, you know, like he did one for The Shadow with Alec Baldwin from '94. And they actually were coming out with a video game tie-in, but they ended up canceling it, and they already had it like almost halfway done. And he was like, you can get a, a ROM of it online and do emulation on your computer if you really want to play it. And he's like, it actually was pretty good for kind of a, a side-scrolling beat-em-up sort of game. But, I mean, again, it's stuff like that that you wouldn't necessarily go out of your way to, to look into or pick up. So Right. Very cool, very cool. Um, I know you were talking about you watched a documentary about gamer houses. Yeah, you know what? I need to look up the name of that right quick. I know I made a post on Facebook about it, and I want to get the name right because mm-hmm. it's not that difficult. 
Um, I mean, to me, it almost sounds kind of like a firehouse slash frat house, you know? Kinda yeah, like the best it's, of uh, it's called All Work, All Play. All Work, All Play, okay. And it's it's pretty short. It's I think it's like an hour and 45 minutes, but it's it's shot really well. Right. Um, it's got interesting people, and they kind of follow a specific tournament mm-hmm. track. So you kind of get, like, the story of that tournament to get a taste of, like, what it's like when you're following these tournaments and watching them live. Right. Um, which is pretty cool. So, um, you know, it's it's an easy watch, and it's super interesting. And kind of the thing that people don't realize, you know, everybody's like, oh, you watch eSports. That's so dumb. It's not real sports. Well, you know, yeah, I like the video game part of it, but really the reason we all like to watch it is because we like to follow the personalities. Right. You know, it's like everybody has their, you know, Tom Brady's or whoever the fuck the LeBron's or whatever the popular sports guys are. Right. And then, you know, the video game world, we have our Justin Wong and mm-hmm. Sonic Fox. I was going to say, I was just watching, we were just watching today, actually, the, uh, the video footage from that... Uh, woman from Korea who was playing, oh, who was yeah. playing Overwatch and was getting accused of being a cheater. We yeah, watched, which is impressive as hell. No, we, I was going to say, we watched the video, like, she doesn't have aimbot running, she doesn't have anything running other than just the game and her mouse and keyboard. That's what I mean, like, she was great. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It makes makes me want to be a better Zarya player. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I was watching an Overwatch tournament earlier today. Mm -hmm. Um, It was an invitational, so it was just like, you know, the best teams. Right. And I was just like, Jesus, dude, if I was that good with Farah, I'd play nothing but Farah ever, and we'd win every match. (laughs) Right, yeah. You know, just super impressive. That's kind of what I've been getting at with that game in general, is like the characters, you know... Like, I love McCree's style and everything, but it's like, I can't play him for shit because he's just not my play style. Yeah, and it's, you know, and the thing that I've never understood is people are always into football and hockey and pick your traditional sport. Yeah. But the average Joe can't go and play the same way. You can't go and play tackle football like you see on the NFL after you watch a really exciting game. Yeah. Like you can't watch the Super Bowl and go, you know, play in any similar fashion. I mean, after yeah, you it's can, over. You can sit there and watch like Sports Center or whatever and do the whole like following the stats of each of these players for your favorite team or whatever. Right. That's cool. But you can you can literally go and do the exact thing that the professional players were doing mm-hmm. and have a good time and not feel like, you know, you're missing out on much. Right. Um you know, and you can learn things that you can actually apply to you playing the game. Right. And like, I get it. You don't have to play a game to enjoy it. I, I'm not saying you have to play professional football to enjoy watching it. But I watch Destiny like fucking 30 hours a week, and I haven't played more than maybe 60 hours of Destiny ever. Right. So I get it, but. You know, by the same token, like I'm always surprised that more people don't uh, don't enjoy esports because it's more accessible and more people can actually be involved. Yeah, but on the other hand, I, I on one hand I can understand their argument of the idea of like, well, esports is not a real sport because you're not actually playing. It's like, yeah, but how many of the people watching NFL or hockey or anything like that have actually played hockey or you know football in general? Right. And so it's like I, I've played like a little bit of basketball in high school and shit in gym and I fucking hated it. Like it's not interesting to me. 
I've never played hockey. I am interested in hockey, but I'm also kind of like, I guess, passively interested in hockey. Like, I don't watch every single game. I don't keep track of everybody's fucking stats or any of that right. kind of bullshit. Like, well, and the the thing that draws people in is the culture and right. the friends and the discussion. Right. And now with the internet, you know, people can have those communities and those discussions. And you don't have to stand at the water cooler and talk with Bob about it when you get to work on Tuesday, you know? Right, but even um, then, but even then, like, it's kind of like my argument I've had with people before because I really like Formula One racing just because of the fact that Formula One racing, to me, takes a much greater level of skill to actually be able to do versus somebody who's in NASCAR, because, right. because, like, NASCAR, for one, you're on a circular track. You just make left turns. And basically, in like, like my dad and I have had these, this discussion before, is it's like lately, over the last few years, it's like every single year, it's, because, it's become more like pro wrestling where you have all these, like, you know, photo finishes and teams winning and all this bullshit. And it's like, Formula One, if you can't drive that fucking car or if your fucking car doesn't work, you're fucked like that. You're, that's the end of your fucking day. Like you have to wait until the next race if you manage to make it into that next race any better than you did the last one. And if you're behind in the points, it takes a very, very, very skilled racer to actually make up for whatever they fucked up in the last two or three races before. So to and you know plus the technological innovation, you're driving 200 miles an hour and you're not driving in a circle. There's all kinds of you know you know, curves and chicanes that you got to worry about and everything else. And plus, you're going 200 miles an hour. You get in a wreck, you're probably going to fucking die. Yeah, it's it's the closest thing we have to pod racing. Yeah, exactly. And and that's the thing. is It's like, to me, it takes a much greater level of skill, and I'd rather watch those guys do that race. You know, that's why, like, if I turn around and I watch um, Iron Man 2 now... You know, when he's, you know, on the on the actual track during a Monaco F1 race, I'm like, first of all, this is bullshit. Because <laughs> this yeah, never definitely happened. definitely fantasy. Yeah, yeah, you've, you've, you've broken my suspension of disbelief just because this would never happen. And on top of that, those cars were going fast enough that I don't care how much he whips that fucking energy whip, he's going to fucking get splattered all over the fucking wall somewhere. Yeah. So, you know, but I mean, that's kind of like the argument I have. It's like, yeah, esports isn't sports. But even then, you still have to have a great level of skill. Well, and it, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. You know, it, it can be its own thing and be great. But, it, you know? like, I even I watched the uh, documentary about the guys that play, was it League of Legends or whatever? Yeah. Where they were going through their tournaments and the guys were having a bad time. Like, I've played games even just here at home. Like, I've, I've, I've played Overwatch games where I was trying to, you know, see how I would do with Widowmaker. And the problem I have is every once in a while, like, I'll be holding down the right mouse button to, to snipe my fucking finger will lock up. Right, right. And that fucking sucks. Like, I, like if you want to talk about, like, you know, the guys in Formula One have to worry about G-forces and all that stuff, like, there tend to be, you know, skinny guys because you're driving around 200 miles an hour. You know, the guys that do eSports, like, you got to have fucking limber fingers. I'm pretty sure, like me, with my two screws in my one hand, like, you know, that probably make doing some things in those games a bit difficult, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, I mean... And it, it still does take practice. I mean, right. these players are putting in Olympic levels of, you know, hours of practice. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And they're, they're actually... literally living together as a team. Right. And traveling around the world to these competitions as a team. Right. That's super fucking cool. Like, no matter how you cut it, that's awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, um, it's no different than a bunch of guys playing hockey going all over the U.S., you know, to from game to game or whatever. I mean, it's it's no different than that. I mean, they're all living together. They're all, you know, you know, spending the same amount of time on the bus going to and from wherever. So it's, it's I mean, I mean, I can understand the idea of they're not really doing, like, hard physical activity, like shot put or something. But, you know, they... It, they still have to be healthy and they right. still have to practice and it's it's a mental game as much as it's a physical game right you know it's like saying that chess is bullshit because they're not you know actually fighting exactly yeah it's like yeah ch- you know and the thing that p- most people miss about chess is it's not so much about like winning or losing it's about trying to outthink the person across from you and, yeah. and, and- I, I would say that you know the the physical ability to execute the attacks and the the actions in the game are not that entirely different than the actions that you know olympic wrestlers are doing like yeah it takes more physical strength and you know skill but at the same time it's a very similar application of knowledge right into physical action because they do still have to have the ability to use the keyboard and mouse or controller whatever medium it is right you know, like these fighting game people, you know, they execute complex movements, you know, millions of times in order to prepare for these tournaments mm-hmm. and saying that that's not, you know, that's all just bullshit because they're not actually, you know, running miles or cycling or wrestling or punching each other. Right. I mean, honestly, I would say that doing like an MLG like you know, a game of League of Legends or whatever is probably just as much stress as it would be to, you know, honestly to play an actual, like, professional game of chess. Because it's not just the physical part of moving your mouse and clicking the keys when you need to. It's the fact of, like, okay, this guy's going to do this attack. I need to do this to counter that, and I need to do it at a certain time. Otherwise, we're all fucked, you know? Right, and then it's you know that's kind of what I was getting at with Overwatch is it's like all those characters in that game do different things at different times. So if you have one person that's doing something at the wrong time, like if you have May that throws up an ice wall right at the beginning of the game when you're trying to get out of the fucking door, you know you just effectively fuck the entire team because you were fucking around being a dumbass, you know. Right. So it's it's that kind of to me it's that kind of level where it's it's a little bit of chess and a little bit of you know and again like like I said like chess you know you got to know how those pieces move and how they work if you forget how a bishop moves you know you just fucked yourself you know because you moved right. that bishop the and wrong it's way. and it's even more difficult because it's all real time you don't right. have the time to sit there and think about your turn mm-hmm. or to line up your shot like if you're an Olympic archer right. You know, it's really, it's way more difficult than people give them credit for. Right. And there's a reason a lot of these esports players retire at like 30. It's because your mental acuity slows down so much. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's just, it's, I mean, yeah, it's a little bit more mental, not so much physical, but I mean, you know. Like, isn't that a good thing, though? Like, it's a good thing. We don't need to worry about brain damage for our CSGO players. Right, but that's what I'm. It's not even like it's not even just brain damage. It's just you know, when you're constantly thinking about that kind of shit all the time, it it weighs down on you, you know, emotionally. 
in mental. Oh yeah, that's a huge thing. Like when you see some of these players win, they just break down crying because it's like, you know, hundreds of thousands of hours all you know have accumulated and you know culminated in this massive fucking emotional event where they succeeded or failed and it's like holy shit that really has meaning like that is really their livelihood right and it doesn't even have to be like for a professional match like you know working thousands of hours to be the best at world of warcraft is still an accomplishment even if it's not as important to you as it is to the person that made the accomplishment right so yeah i mean i i think in another couple of years it's going to start having that effect on people where they realize oh this isn't just clicking random buttons and you know right i mean there's no we don't need to justify it but i think it is important to educate the public about it right. and you can't just assume that people understand it um, because it is a new thing. Like we didn't have online games 15 years ago. No, I mean like, or at least not in this capacity. No. And I mean, even then, like I've played, uh, like I've played like golden eye on the Nintendo 64 with friends on the couch, like four player. And I mean, that can be just as much fucking stress, you know, because you're, I mean, it's different when it's somebody across the internet or whatever, but it's, it's still you're sitting next to this person and you're thinking, all right, well they're going to this room. I got to get in there because there's this weapon, and I got to get to that weapon before they do. Otherwise, I got to fucking think of something else to do. You know, it's like it, again, it's all in your head of what you need. You know, what you need to accomplish if you want to, you know, win or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just as much mental as it is physical. I mean, yeah, it's not shot put, it's not rugby, it's not soccer, but it still takes a, a good amount of skill and you have to be at least somewhat intelligent to do it. So, yeah. And I, you know, I think the, the professional, uh, gamers, a lot of them have the same mindset as a lot of professional athletes from traditional sports where they have that winning attitude mm-hmm. and they're, you know, they have that drive. So if they went from, you know, playing counter strike and they started fucking curling, there's a strong likelihood they would end up in the Olympics because they have that drive. Yeah. It's more of a personality trait than it is a physical skill. Right. It's, it's something that can be learned. So, you know, you see that in a lot of athletes, you know, they all have a similar mindset. They all really hate to lose. Yeah. Um, and they're willing to put in the work to make it so that they don't lose. So, yeah, I don't know. That stuff's fascinating to me. It's, it's always cool to see people make a living doing what they enjoy, too, and I'm glad that that's a possibility for people. Yeah, especially because some of us are like, you know, I'm not doing what I, w- what I would love to do, but... Right, like, if I could just fucking smoke cigars and record podcasts and play video games and make a living out of it, I would be super fucking happy. Yeah, but, no. you know, that that's a dream. It's not a reality yet. No, I mean, that's... Yeah, that's... A, that's... <laughs> That's the catch-22 everybody always tells you. You know, you need to find a job where you love what you do. And it's like, I've met people that do what they love to do. But even then, they still come home with those stories of like, God, this guy was a fucking dick at work, you know. It's like, there is no such thing as like the almighty job that like you go in every single day, you know, even on, you know, holidays or vacation days or whatever, and you just have the best time in the world. No. I don't care what you tell me. That's not ever a possibility. Like, there's going what? to be what a picture? day where you go into work or do whatever it is that you're that you make a living at, and you're like 
thinking to yourself, I would rather not be here right now. I would rather be doing like a million other things or there's other things that like I don't really want to do but I need to do like you know, I gotta mow the fucking lawn. I gotta, you know, trim the hedges. I gotta, you know, I gotta do all this other shit. I gotta do dishes at home. They've been sitting there for a week, you know. But I'm here at work having to do this bullshit, you know. So, I mean, that's just the way I've always looked at it. Like every time, everybody's always told me find that find that one job you love to go to work to, and it's like, yeah, for everyone that manages to do that, there's like a million other people that have to go and shovel shit for a living, literally. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, we should probably keep moving on. We're getting towards two hours. Um, I did listen to the Russell Brand episode of Joe Rogan. Okay. And it was super fascinating. Like, Russell Brand is a very interesting person. Mm -hmm. He is super difficult to listen to speak. Um, because he's one of these guys, he wants to talk so fast and just talk and talk and talk. (gasps) Okay, I'm going to keep talking now and talk and talk and talk. And it's like... Jesus, man. You yeah, he has for very... two and a half hours. Fucking calm down. You know? He's so hard to listen to. Right. He, had, he Like, honestly, I would love to find, like, see a day. Yeah, well, I would love to see a day where he's older and he starts doing more, like, I would love to see him do actual Shakespeare. Because Shakespeare is written in that kind of manner where there are long soliloquies and long monologues that you have to deliver where you can't take a breath because it goes from one thing to the next. And he would be great for that because he does that well. Now, granted, depending upon what you're watching him do, hey, let me let me call you guys back real quick. I, I'm using my connection with you. You know, okay. All right. Sorry about that. Um, Call note, as usual, at about two hours, decided that it was going to use 100% of my CPU. Of course. So, our standard two-hour break time. Just makes it a little bit easier to edit, right? (laughs) Sure. Yeah, having one piece that I I don't have to cut together makes it, you know, so difficult. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah, so you were you were talking about when you cut out, you were talking about Russell Brand doing uh, Shakespeare. Yeah, I was I was just saying like like you were talking about with him doing his deliveries and everything where he hardly takes a breath. You know that lends itself very well to doing Shakespeare because there's long monologues and soliloquies that you have to get through, or you can't really take a breath. There's no pause. There's not a lot of commas. You know, right. so. Like, I think he would be really good to do Shakespeare maybe when he's a little bit older or whatever. But in general, like like I was saying, too, because of the fact that I've seen him do talk shows and interviews and other things, I think, like, with him being on a podcast, because he didn't have to worry so much about whatever his physical mannerisms were, he was more worried about talking. Yeah. Because, you know, for one thing, I get it because you don't want to have dead air because then, you know, people tune out and it gets annoying. But on the other hand, you know... You can slow down just a tad bit, dude. You know, I mean, I, I get it. You're high energy. That's great. But scale it down just a tad, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, it's fine for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But after 30 minutes, you're like, I need a fucking break so I can breathe. Like half the time I forget to breathe when this guy is ranting because I'm like, holy shit. I'm trying to contemplate everything he's saying and process it. Yeah. And you're not getting that break that you get in common speech where you're able to process and understand what somebody's saying. 
Right, um, and that's that's the thing is it's you know I mean he's great to listen to like I, I mentioned uh, I, he had an interview with some guys I think from the West Baptist Church or whatever. And, you know, they were talking about, you know, the Bible was written by the Holy Spirit. And he's like, the Holy Spirit hasn't got a pen, you know. Yeah. And, but, like, in that, like, he had the moments of pause because he had somebody else that would, like, interject him or whatever else. But, again, that was also a filmed talk show. Again, physical mannerisms, the way he looks, that kind of thing. You know, he had to worry more about that stuff, as not so much the talking. But if you're on the Joe Rogan experience, and he's like, hey, you know, tell me about what you think about this. It's like, well... You know, <laughs> right? Like, take a really fucking deep breath. Like, I bet that motherfucker can like free dive like nobody's business. I mean, probably, yeah. <laughs> it's insane, but uh, it, you know, if you enjoy Russell Brand, um, I, I think you would really enjoy that episode because it is mostly him talking. Yeah, I mean, um, I like his I like his comedy and stuff. I, I haven't really been a big fan of any of the films that he's done. Like, I haven't liked Get Him to the Greek. I didn't. Yeah. Like, well, and he, he's taking a break from that stuff, too. He's like, yeah, I, I made the money so that I have the fuck you money. So right. I can say, fuck you, I'm not doing that. Right, and that's the thing. It's like he did the Arthur remake, and I was like, I get why he did it. Because, again, it's like you said, fuck you money. But on the other hand, it's like, did you really have to do that? Like, right. please don't. <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, like, it, it's incredible because with the roles that you see him in. Right. Like, I always assumed he was just, like, a drug-addled, you know, crazy person. And he was for a long time, but he's been sober for, like, the past 13 years. Right. You know, and he was he was a drug addict, and he was a sex addict, and every kind of addict. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he talks about, like, how that's just his personality, and he's addictive. And, um, you know, it, it's easy for him to get hooked on things and overdo it and always look for the next best thing or the next best version of that thing he's addicted to. Right. Um, so it was, it was fascinating to listen to. I, I didn't know much about him before and I wasn't really a fan and I'm still not his biggest fan or anything, but, but I have a, a much pre- higher opinion of him now than I I was going to say, you have a better appreciation for him and what he does. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I um, mean, I've seen some stuff actually he's done, um, <laughs> like British game shows or whatever where it was him and the uh, actor who plays uh, Richmond on the IT crowd and like those two are like a comedy duo man like <laughs> they come up to some crazy ass shit but I mean you know like it, it's great when you partner him up with somebody else that can work with him whereas when it's just him on his own like you said he can kind of be a bit overwhelming so but I mean yeah. He, he's, a, he's a funny guy. I mean, he's, I don't, I'm not necessarily his biggest fan, but on the other hand, I do appreciate him for, you know, the stuff that he has done other than his film work. So, right. Yeah, and then uh, I listened to a ton of the Giant Bombcast coverage mm-hmm. from E3. Uh, they did, like, I think 25 hours of podcasts yeah. during E3, and I listened to maybe 10 hours of it or 15 hours of it. Um, it was really good. It, it's some of the best stuff that I think they've done in recent years. Right. It was a lot less of uh, the, the, the creator, uh, Jeff. He's kind of been a, a real issue for me on that show where he's one of these guys that he, he's always got to have the last word and he always has to be right. Right. And he's okay with forcing other people to agree with him by saying I'm the boss so you have to agree with me 
No. Like, he literally has said that out loud. Right. And it there was a lot less of that for this, like, past couple weeks of coverage, and I appreciated that. Right. Um, you know, of course, they got back this at the end of this last week um, from that, and he immediately reverted back to doing that. But mm-hmm. it was a, a welcome break, and I was able to enjoy their shows a little bit more. Um, so was that was say- cool. E three had a pretty interesting like showing all the way around. I think. I mean, yeah, it was it was interesting for two reasons. Like mm-hmm. there were a lot of big games and a lot of interesting stuff that came out of it. Right. Um, but also, it was interesting because so many of the big companies have pulled out and were not at E three. Yeah. Um, you know, some even going as far as starting up their own convention down the street. Yeah, and I think that kind of. I mean, that kind of, like, E3, the way it was, like, years and years ago, I think was way more interesting than it's been in the last couple of years, because now it's just become, like, a literal media circus. Yes. You know, and, like, everybody, you know, I mean, the big developers you know are going to kind of, like, rule whatever room they're in or whatever. Like, if Bethesda shows up, you know they're going to fucking, like, be a big deal for a few weeks at least. You know, and on the other hand, I miss the old style where you had, like, I mean, yeah, you know, I, you can argue with me about, like, you know, chauvinisticness or whatever, but it's like, I miss the booth babes. I miss the really elaborate, like, booths they had for different games that were coming out or were still in development. I miss that kind of stuff because, to me, it, it was more exciting than just having a guy stand on a stage and watch somebody else play this game that's not out yet and tell me all about it. Like, right. I would rather have like a really elaborate set that makes me go, "Wow, I wonder what that game's about," you know, and yeah. give me more of you know, do that less is more sort of approach. Now it's like more is too much, you know. Yep. So. Um, also, before I forget, it's Shark Week this week, which is super exciting. I love Shark Week. I do too. Uh, granted, I don't have cable anymore, but I can still watch stuff. Yeah, on they. Hulu. Yeah, I was gonna say they still put a lot of it up on Hulu, and yep. it's online all, all the time. So. Granted, I kind of miss the old documentaries from when I was a kid because they were really more invested in the idea of, like, learning about sharks. Now they film it almost more like a reality show, and it's like, eh. Yeah, there's not as much of the really, really interesting, like, in-depth documentaries and that sort of thing. Granted, a lot of those ended up being pretty bad, factually, but they were at least more, you know, interesting to watch. Yeah, and that's the other problem is that like when they've gotten the ones that are supposed to be more about the, you know, the science or the biology or whatever about sharks and things, it's you know, they they make those ones so goddamn dry that you just can't really get into them. Like they become literally like the one video you don't want to have in your class that day you go to school. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right. I, I, I'd rather go back and watch some of the older documentaries. Granted, that the information's outdated now, but I mean, they're still way more entertaining and interesting than the shit they shovel out now. Plus, yeah. I mean, like the last couple of years, they've done some that were like, you know, I mean, like, honestly, I would rather sit and watch some of those like History Channel, like, you know, Lake Monster or whatever the fuck shows that they come out with that are supposed to be like, you know, Oh, we're looking for a Megalodon. Like, dude, no. Megalodons aren't around anymore. They're all extinct. Just stop. Yeah, give it up. 
Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, I would really like a Megalodon to really be alive and all that shit, but it's like, I have these books called, you know, Meg and Night Hunters and stuff from Steve Alton that I can read that'll give me that same idea, you know? Right, right. Granted, they're fiction, but again, you know, I can I can get my fix there. You know, I don't need you to sit here and pretend like it actually is real. Like, unless you literally show me, like, a fucking Megalodon in captivity, I'm not interested. Like, you know, show me that shit when you have it, you know? Yeah, um, a little bit of a. But yeah, I, I'm excited for Shark Week still, though. I still oh, yeah. like it. Um, yeah, they're still fun to watch, and if nothing else, like. Also, it's always fun to go into a bar and see Shark Week on. Oh yeah, well, I mean it's a lot better than watching fucking NBA Final Four yes. or whatever the fuck you know. I mean, I'd rather I'd rather watch sharks eating carcasses of cows than. Yeah, I would rather watch Air Jaws than the NBA Finals. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather watch somebody get some real air that probably shouldn't, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that two thousand pound set of teeth that just jumped out of the ocean. Right. That's cool. Right. You you put a ball in a net, yay! <laughs> yeah. I can will put, put your balls, balls in, in his face. Yeah, I I would rather watch creatures eat things with their face. Yeah. <laughs> like, kill and eat them with just their face. Well, it's like I've always said it would be kind of cool to do gene splicing and get, like, actual, like, biologically, like, shark teeth because, like... You want, you want street sharks? Because this is how we get street sharks. Ah, uh, jawsome. Anyway, <laughs> I love some street sharks. But anyway, it's like... I always wanted to, like, have those kind of teeth just because, like, your teeth get bad. Yeah, they come back. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to go to the dentist. Just rip that bitch out, another one comes back in. You know, you don't have to fucking worry about that shit. Although, granted, if if Titus is anything to go by, uh, a new tooth coming in isn't fun. Not the way we do it. Maybe that's why sharks are so angry all the time. That's true. But it's not the way we do it, though, because they have, like, a conveyor belt of teeth, so the next oh, I, one I know, pops up. Whereas, like, ours, it actually has to grow through the fucking skin and all that kind of shit, which is fucking painful. So I get why it sucks for us, but it's like, it'd be cool to just be like, hey, this tooth's fucked. Pull it out. Next one, bing! All right, cool. Fully grown, ready to go. No big deal, you know. That would be pretty fucking great. Yeah. Plus, um, I always thought it'd be cool, too, because sharks actually, like extend their upper jaw clamp down and then it retracts so it's kind of like a scraping motion so it's like dude eating ribs would be amazing (laughs) just be like okay it's done next rib (laughs) yes um so also what do i have here um i know there was one other thing i was going to mention i don't remember we should get into video games though i gotta go to bed soon uh it's steam sale week yeah i'm broke (laughs) until thursday and even then by that time i'll probably still be broke (laughs) well i was gonna say if you're not i mean the steam sale goes through the fourth of july so yeah Um, although the thing is like outside of like the really new titles like the like like the e3 announced shit like i'm not very excited about anything i mean i i have a wish list of stuff that i want i do too but it's like i'm not i'm like, I have a wish list, but on the other hand, it's, like, it's a wish list I'm not necessarily wanting to, like, complete. So, I mean, like, for right now, like, I've got enough to do with Overwatch and Fallout, so... Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I haven't bought a bunch of stuff, mostly because, like, one, I don't want to spend the money, but two, like you said, 
I'm playing uh, Elder Scrolls Online again. I'm playing a little bit of WoW. Right. And then, you know, I'm I'm still playing Overwatch. So between those three games, I really don't need another game. And then Hearthstone. Like, I, I really don't need another game. But I do have a bunch of, like, super cheap games that I've been... I'm probably going to pick up. Right. Um, like, I, I want to pick up the Fable Anniversary c- Collection. I do have that in my wish list. It's, like, five bucks right now. Yeah. yeah. And then, I, like... I like I like dumb fishing games. I want to pick up Euro Fishing. That's ten bucks. Right. Um, I want to pick up Stardew Valley because it looks really cool, and I think Ashley will also like it. And that's twelve bucks. Um, granted, it's like fifteen bucks to start, but still. Right. Um, and then there's an old game called Dawn of Discovery that I want to pick up mm-hmm. that the Anno games are based on. Um, I also was thinking about picking up Injustice just to play it. Like I've never played it. And it's five bucks. Honestly, you really should. I think it's probably one of the best. Uh, like, yeah, I love watching it. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure I would love best, playing it. I mean, it's one of the best fighting games that isn't Mortal Kombat, but still gets you like it. It gets all the DC characters pretty well done. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I totally Good job. Did. Thank you for busting me out. Yep, on national podcast. <laughs> you guys. Yes. Everybody farts. Hey, as yes, long I- as we don't have smell of vision, it's cool. <laughs> I just think it's funny because all of a sudden I hear this weird noise, and it's like, "Did you fart?" Okay, all right, that's what it was. Just because yours are silent doesn't mean anything. Mine aren't always silent. You know that already. Most of the time, though, I get the "What the fuck is that smell?" Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like me giggling in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we've had the discussion of how I like to play Bomberman at Walmart. <laughs> same thing though but he just like does it and we're walking and i look at him i'm like was that you he's like yep (laughs) yeah like if it was appropriate i would go sprinting down as many aisles as i could you'd sound like an evan rude though (laughs) yes (laughs) incredible or or even a jet engine would be fine right like it makes me run faster (laughs) <laughs> wow. You gotta light it up first. <laughs> you know, we spent a lot of time doing that in high school because we didn't have a whole lot to do. Um, turns out that does work, by the way. Yes, it does. Methane gas um, is flammable. <laughs> but uh, so I do have. Uh, well, I have two more expensive games on my wish list. Yeah, um, I do have uh, The Witcher Three because it looks great and I'd like to play it. But I think I'm gonna wait. Until it's even cheaper, because I'm cheap and I'm not in a big hurry to play it. Yeah, and then I've, already, I've also, already got it, but I've only played like maybe two seconds of it, just because, again, yeah. one, I've got a bunch of other shit that's dividing my attention. And then on top of that, it's like, I always feel weird coming into like the second or third game in a series without having played through the other two. Yeah, I mean, I, I've played the other two, but yeah. everybody keeps telling me you don't need to play it. Yeah, I know. You don't need that's... to play those to play three. That's what I get too, and it's like, yeah, but I'm kind of a also. I'm excited that they're putting out the card game Gwent as a standalone game. Yeah, I, I did sign up. <laughs> that for looks beta pretty for cool. That, so yeah, yeah same be... here. 
Granted, I have no idea how the fuck that works because I don't even remember playing it in the game. It's, so. it's pretty basic. I mean, I, I watched some streamers play it, and it took me like maybe three or four games before I understood what they were doing. Yeah, but it's like, you've watched me play poker, though. It's like, on one hand, it's like at first I flounder like hell, then I can, then I become kind of an idiot yeah, spot. You know? It's an easy, easy game to play, and once yeah. you understand the rules, it's like, oh, well, I hope this isn't too easy. Right. Um, and then the other game that I have that I might actually pick up is I want to play the new Doom, and that's thirty five bucks or thirty six bucks right now. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, I played the beta with the multiplayer, and that was kind of like the one thing I would probably play that for. I mean, the single player looks cool, but you know, longevity in games nowadays is based on your multiplayer, and it's like the multiplayer. Like I had, like I played the beta for that and Overwatch back to back, and it's like I honestly had way more fun with Overwatch. So. See, I I don't have any interest in the multiplayer for it. I just want to play through the single player, so right. I may end up waiting for that to get even cheaper as well. Because I know I'm not going to play multiplayer. I would rather just play Overwatch or right. honestly even like Counter Strike. Right. It's like looking at my wish list here. I've got Mafia Three, which isn't on sale because it isn't even out yet. Right. Um, Rise of Tomb Raider because I really like the last Tomb Raider game. That's like thirty eight ninety nine right now versus yeah, sixty. Really bucks. not that cheap. Right. And then I got Fable Anniversary. That's like five twenty four right now. Um, I've got Watch Dogs because even though I've heard a lot of bad reviews about it, it's like I still kind of want to check it out. That's yeah, a, you know, I, I would like to play that too, but yeah, I've heard so much bad that I'm not sure I even want to put the time into playing it. Yeah, well, it's like I'm looking at it and it's like, well, the regular game's $11.99, the complete version with all the DLC and shit is like $14.99 versus 20 bucks or no, 50 bucks, excuse me. So it's like, on one hand, you're still getting kind of a deal, even if it's a game that's like, you know, riddled with bugs or whatever. Um, you know, I got Remember Me on here because I heard it was a really good kind of cyberpunk game, and it's like, I remember, like, hearing about it, and then it kind of just di- died out. I haven't heard anything terrible about it, but, you know, that's like five ninety nine. Yeah. And then there's Just Cause 3, because, you know, it's one of those games, like, I really like the last two, just because it's something cool to, like, you know you know, to get my Michael Bay explosions fix on, you know. Right. So and that's like twenty nine ninety nine. So even then that's not really worth, you know, the sale price right now anyway. So and that's all that's in my wish list. Like other than that, like again, Fallout, Overwatch, yeah, I mean, I'm good. I, you know. I have a bunch of stuff in there that's not like super high on my wish list. Mm-hmm. But I think I have like let me look here. Um I have uh, somewhere it tells me how many are on my wish list. It's 60. I have 60 games, but like a bunch of them are like games that I would, you know, I wouldn't be upset if somebody gave me, but I'm not going to go out of my way to buy. And there's a few that I, I own like a hard copy of, but I would like to own on steam, right? Like older games. And then, um, you know, just some random weird shit and some weird RPGs. And, like, I would like Mortal Kombat 10 or X, whatever you want to call it, but it's it's not on sale. It's still 40 bucks. Yeah. And apparently the PC community is not very big anymore. Yeah, not so much. I mean, everybody now... I, I would rather the, get Injustice, honestly. Yeah, I mean, especially now because all the DLC's out and they've announced Injustice 2, so it's like now you can kind of get in on the the ground floor with all the cool shit to start with, so... 
<clears throat> and I mean, I've, I loved Injustice on my 360. I would like to get it for my PC, but I want to get a wired controller for it first. Yeah, Just I mean, I it have plays way better with a controller than it would with a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I have my 360 controller, and that's why I was kind of contemplating actually picking it up. Yeah, see, I've got, I had a wired controller, but it got fucked up, so, I mean, like, you know, when I would play uh, the Batman Arkham games, like, all of a sudden, he would just start walking left for no reason. Like, oh, this yeah. isn't NASCAR, Batman, stop it, you know? Right. So, it's like, so, it do, that doesn't work anymore, so I'd have to get another controller, and it's like, you know, that's going to be at least, like, 15 to 20 bucks to get a new, like, wired controller or whatever. So uh, it's like I don't even really know if I want to invest that kind of money just so I can play a game that I've already owned. Granted, I don't, I didn't, I got it before they came out with like the Lobo DLC and all that stuff. So on the other hand, it'd be worth it, but on the other hand, it wouldn't for me. So it's kind of a toss up. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, ju- I would definitely recommend you picking it up because I know you're not the biggest DC guy, but I mean, you would still find a lot of fun with it. The story mode is really good. Um, the, uh, like the little mini game, like extra missions you can do, like for the, uh, the, uh, uh, Red Sun, you know, Kami Superman is kind of fun. Um, but other than that, like, you know, I, 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 like that one out of the ones that you mentioned, that one's probably the one I would recommend personally, but that's just, yeah. um, but yeah, and I, I also, I guess the last thing I wanted to mention about the steam sale, I like that they just put everything on sale the whole time. Mm-hmm. Rather than having like a few things, like a dozen games per day, right? That because I would always end up just waiting until the last day when they put everything back up, and then just get the stuff I decided I wanted. Right, that rotating list of stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I, I always hated that because then, like, the minute you would have the money or whatever to get whatever it was you wanted on that list, it was like right after it went off the sale. So it's like fuck. Right. Yeah, I would rather have them just be static, like, okay, here's how much it is. I mean, we may lower it towards the end of the sale, but, you know, here's what it is. If you want to get it, you know, get it now or wait a little bit longer and then get it, you know. Yeah. I'd rather have that than saying, like, well, you got 24 hours to do this. It's like, well, I don't get paid in 24 hours, so fuck you, you know. Right. Yeah, and then, uh, so I've been playing a bunch of, well, I guess first I should mention, I played some Hearthstone this week, not a ton. Um, I did get to rank 18 in the ladder, and then I did get my Tavern Brawl pack. Um, nice. wasn't my favorite Tavern Brawl, but it wasn't the worst, and I won my first game without the guy quitting immediately, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. apparently I'm good at building seven-card decks. Yeah, I'm playing it right now. I finally won my five packs. Nice, nice. Did you um, get any, any great cards? I mean, nothing like awesome no legendaries yeah no legendaries but i mean i got some pretty decent cards too but basically uh i'm playing the tavern brawl right now and it's like eh. well it's probably pretty rough because everybody's got the the stuff figured out because it's the last night for it yeah i mean it's not rough i mean i'm not like losing like horribly but i haven't won one yet either but I've gotten, like, extremely close to winning, but then didn't. You know, that kind mm-hmm. of shit. But. Yeah. And then uh, I've been playing a shitload of Elder Scrolls Online, at least as far as my game time. It's, like, probably 80% of my game time this week. Right. Um, I went ahead and subscribed because I was going to buy some of the expansions. Right. 
And then I read a little bit more. And apparently, if you subscribe, it just gives you access to everything in the game, including all the expansions. Right. So I was just like, well, hell, that's a lot cheaper. And, like, when I'm done playing those expansions, I don't need to continue paying monthly if I don't want to. And if I really like one, I can, you know, buy it with the the currency that they give me for the store from the monthly um, subscriptions. Yeah, see, that's my thing, is it's like I would rather have bought that DLC because I don't get enough time to really play through everything, so... Right, but what I'm saying is you can. You can do both. So you can just... uh, Subscribe for a month and then I still have the DLC? Yeah, so you get... It's like... um, I'm trying to think... It's like when you played... uh, champions online right when you're subscribed they give you a stipend okay so like after two months you can just buy the dlc that you like Hmm. or that you didn't get to or whatever and then you know you're not losing money like you're still going to be able to go back and buy that stuff right um which is pretty cool so i've been playing a bunch of that so the first thing i did when i realized that was i subscribed and got access to the uh, Dark Brotherhood. Yeah. So I started a um, assassin character, and I'm really, really enjoying it because when you go and do that content, mm-hmm. um, at least for right now, they match your level to the content. So all your gear gets improved automatically to be on level with that stuff that you're doing. Yeah. Um, so you don't, you know, you don't have to be level. 70 or whatever the cap is or 40 to go and you know play the dlc you can just jump in with a brand new character Hmm. um, and even level up that way so i've been enjoying that i will say the mmo controls are a little clunky for stealth right um it's a little bit rough and i'm enjoying it but at the same time like i kind of wish they hadn't made it so stealth based and i understand it's the dark brotherhood yeah i mean like i'm sure the thieves guild is probably even more you know yeah stuff. like if you're if you're going in there with a warrior character in all plate you're going to have a real bad time <laughs> unless you're way over leveled and overpowered for that content right um and a lot of it is stuff you want to do solo so it's not like you can even go in with a friend that's going to help you out right um that being said the storylines are really good um and that's what i love about that game is the stories are also good and i also have i always play mage characters in elder scrolls games right so i have a pure like caster sorcerer character that everybody's like oh you shouldn't do that you know they're not nearly as strong as if you go with a assassin you know, that's actually a caster. And I'm like, well, I'm not trying to be the most powerful fucking character in the game. I want the theme. Right. Um, and it's a lot of fun. So I've been enjoying that as well. I, I leveled both characters to about level 10, um, which is actually pretty good for that game. It's a very, very slow leveling process. Right. Um, and then also they are going to be releasing an update to the game within the next like month or two where they're removing all level requirements and levels in general. 
Right. So you'll just be able to like create a new character and come join me on, you know, our quest to kill the, you know, uh, you know, the fucking demon prince or whoever it is that we're trying to kill at that point or do whatever random mission like go see Shiagora. Right. Um which is really cool. Like on one hand I kind of don't like that. But, like, you're still going to have your skill points and stuff that you're going to build. You're still going to need to progress through the game. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to take away the the MMO issue of, oh, well, you need to spend $60 to be able to just jump right in with your friends. And even then, you need to spend about 30 hours to catch up. Yeah. Which, that's a really smart move. At least I think so. Yes, yeah, I don't know, like, my problem is I just don't have enough time to really get into an MMO, like, I barely have enough time to do, like, well, yeah, but I mean, that's game with, with, like, RPG and stuff, it's like, Right, eh. but there's nothing they can do to fix that. No. I feel like this is the closest they can get, because you could literally start a character and we could play together, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to spend the hours to catch up to even be able to play it with, you know, whoever. Right. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, that pretty much that levels the playing field really well, which is good. Yeah, and then uh, I also played a little bit of WoW. I went and joined uh, Gathalian's Guild, and still playing with them. And they had everybody come to Stormwind for a group photo. Um, and they filled a whole guild, and they had to start a secondary guild. So we had, like, 200 people standing there in Stormwind. Like, we've literally taken over the server because it's an old RP server that no one's on anymore. Right. And after the group photo, we all decided to go kill Vol'jin, the leader of the Horde. Right. So a bunch of level 30s. I think there was, like, 20 level 100s. Um, We all got on the boat and went over to... Uh, Orgrimmar and just rolled in there and just complete like literally killed everything in the city everything like if it could die we killed it including all the players well the players that flagged themselves for PvP which was most of them because they're stupid it was a good time for the horde yeah pretty much and it was weird because I've never seen that side of it I've always been on the horde side right? and they always steamrolled the alliance so it was real weird Yeah. Um, also I was shocked that we were able to do that with level 30 characters hmm so I mean even the guards were like one shotting us but there were so many that they couldn't kill all of us so our level 100s basically just had a 180 person meat shield nice yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Um, it's always the, MMOs are fun when you play with a group like that. That's the whole draw. Is there's a big group of like-minded people, and there's fun chat, and it's just a good time, right? Um, and it's it's funny to see the server react to like, holy shit, the biggest guild in the server and one of the biggest guilds in the you know entire game of World of Warcraft was literally created and maxed in one night. Hmm. Like, that's pretty insane. Like, I'm pretty sure there's some kind of record that we set. Um, but uh, other than that, um, the only other thing is I've, I'm kind of burnt out on Overwatch. I played a few matches here and there. Um, most of it was with you the other night. Yeah. And uh, 
other than that, just kind of looking at like Titanfall two stuff and the new Zelda game looks great. Yeah. Um, and then that's pretty much it. I mean, as far as my gaming stuff goes, just a lot of the elder scrolls, like that's such a fucking cool, like in-depth game that I can play essentially the same way you'd play Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say like, I don't know, like, I'm not burnt out on Overwatch just because I haven't gotten to play that much of it. So, on the other hand, it's kind of like, well, you know, I don't... Like, I still want to play it, but, like, lately, like, last weekend, I went and got on. Nobody was fucking online until after Game of Thrones was over. Mm -hmm. Right. And then everybody started playing, and then it's like the only other time I got to play it since then was the other night when I got home from work. Which yeah. was bad because I stayed up till four in the fucking morning. But <laughs> wow, yeah, because I was I was like, well, I got home from work. It was like midnight. I was like, ah, I'll play a couple rounds, go to bed at like one or two, and played a few rounds. The next thing I know, I, I'm like, all played right, a I got more rounds. Yeah, I was like, I got I got to you know, I got to go to bed. I was like, all right, later, guys. And pretty much everybody started going to bed about that time anyway. And then I logged out of the game. I looked at my clock on the f- computer, and it's like four a.m. I was like, fuck. <laughs> Pretty I didn't realize much. I was awake this long. Shit. Yeah, the mark of a great game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. I don't get to play it enough to really get in, any sort of burnt out on it at all. Yeah. You know, and again, I, you know, that's one of the things that is kind of a, you know, shitty part about it. Nobody that I play with is either online at the same time I am, or, like I said, Leo, I get on and it's like, oh, everybody's watching fucking Game of Thrones, so I gotta wait for that bullshit to be over. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Hey, I want to fucking rape some fools in Overwatch. Like, come on, priorities. (laughs) You can catch that shit on HBO Go later. They rape people in Game of Thrones, so I mean... Yeah, but... There's raping to be had. No, we we want the fun video game kind of... You know, we were all Soldier seventy six, and we fucking capped. Yeah, we don't. Like, we don't want the tragic, real, real worldish rape. That right. that's not the same kind. That's not fun. I can sense wa- one, not wants, the other. He wants to wreck people. He he doesn't want to actually penetrate them most of the time. Maybe with my bullets. <laughs> oh, yes, that's about it. But yeah, it's like I don't get to play it that much. I know you get to play it a little bit more than I do because you've got the more normal schedule, so you get to play it at night during the week, whereas during the week, I'm getting home late enough to the point where it's like, all right, I have enough time to eat something and go to bed. Granted, I played Thursday night because it's like, well, you know, it's Thursday night. I don't have to work the rest of the week. Shit, I'll stay up for a couple hours and play. Right. Then again, next thing I know, it's four in the morning. A couple extra hours. Yeah, it's like, fuck. It's like, do I go to bed or do I just keep staying awake? I should probably go to bed. Let me go to bed. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I, I haven't even gotten to the point where I'm burnt out on it because I just don't get a chance to play it that often. So, you know, it's one of the kind of disappointing things about this weekend is I don't think I'm even going to get to play any of it tonight either. So, yeah, but, I, so. No, I'm not. I'm sitting here like, man, my eyes hurt. I have to sleep soon. Yeah, you and my you and Ange both, I'm sure, in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta get up and go work out again. I took this whole week off, and Ouch. I need to get back. Especially after yesterday with all the food and shit and all the salsa. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Um, and then I, I saw you've been playing a little bit of Fallout, Andrew? Yeah, I started redoing a character. I found some interesting mods to kind of mess around with, some that kind of tweaked the laser muskets, because I thought of the idea of just going, like, pure Minuteman. 
Right. It's like, all right, I'll get the laser musket. I got a. I, there's a mod that changes the uh, the default like Minuteman outfit instead of that goofy yellow and blue shirt. It's got like a a white shirt and like a blue plaid dress shirt kind of deal. So I think that looks better and, and fits for the whole Minuteman color scheme thing. Right. So I was like, all right, I'll do that. You know, and I got my character to look like um, uh, the character from Longmire from the TV series. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, all right, he looks cool. He's got the outfit. He's got the musket. All right, and I played a little bit of that. I got through a little bit of the uh, Automatron DLC. I haven't gotten to the very end of it yet. All I know is that one Jezebel fucking Automatron, fuck that bitch. Because it's, like yeah. it's like a robo-brain. You have to, you have to like... Yeah, I saw that it was like five bucks on the Steam sale. I might actually pick that up. I I still have been meaning to dick around in Fallout Four more, and I just haven't taken the time. I mean, honestly, like if I were you at this point, I would just wait until they get all the way up through Nuka World because apparently Nuka World is going to be their last DLC. Like that's it for Fallout Four until the next game or whatever. Yeah. So I would wait until then before you pick up anything. I know that it's going to be past the Steam sale, but you'll probably hit up another one by that time anyway. Because I know yeah. that one's probably that one's not going to come out. Let's see, was it July, August? That's probably not going to be out till like September, or October anyway. So you know they're going to have the Steam Fall sale. So right, yeah. I mean, all of the DLC right now, like that doesn't make sense. They have. Oh, so they have the season pass listed with all of the other DLC. I was like, why would it be a hundred and ten dollars? <laughs> yeah, it's if you wanted to buy everything and pay way more yeah. than you need to. Yeah, like Nuka World is twenty bucks if you pre-purchase it, and then Far Harbor is twenty-five percent off at eighteen seventy-four right now. Yeah, but like I could buy the Wasteland Workshop and the Automatron for ten bucks right now. Yeah. What uh, do they discount the uh, season pass at all or no? No, uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. So I was going to say I got into the season pass right before they upped the price of it, so I get everything for free anyway, so. Yeah. Which kind of sucks though because some of my mods rely on shit that happens before they upgrade everything for the next DLC. So it's like, fuck, now I got to go and redo my shit again because they got a script extender just like Skyrim and stuff has. Right. So it's like, all right, you know, yeah. Um, the only other thing I wanted to touch on, too, that I mentioned in the notes or whatever, is the fact that it's like everybody's excited about the Overwatch like ranked competitive mode. And it's like, I really don't give two shits about the competitive mode. Which... So I'm, I understand because I'm kind of on the same page. I like to play it just for funsies. Right. But the reason I like the competitive mode that they're talking about because is... you get less of the people dicking around. Yes. Yeah. I, I get that. I don't want the levers, and I don't want the people that are just going to play, you know, Widowmaker. Even though I already picked her, right? Like you get one character per team, so you can't have you can't do the full soldier spam. Oh, come which on! Is, That's fun, well, though. I agree, it's fun. But I don't want it all the time. Right. Like, I'm fine doing that just to dick around with a group of friends. But it's not really fun when you're actually trying to play and rank up. Um, so, really, the thing is, though, I'm excited about the lever penalty. Yeah. Like, that's the reason I like it, is I don't like, I don't like constantly playing games where I get dropped in at the end of a match 
and literally don't even get to spawn before the match ends and I get nothing from it other than they wasted two minutes of my life. Yeah, that part sucks. The only part that sucks for me in that respect is that there are some times where I will start a match, you know, like I'll get in a match, I'll select my guy, I'll be ready to go, and then all of a sudden, like, my dad calls or, you know, Wednesday fucking fell off the couch again or, you know, some shit like that happens and I have to leave the game. So I get penalized because, unfortunately, I have obligations, you know? Right. Well, and that's that's why you don't have to play competitive. But, like, if you know it's just going to be, like, you know, us and our group of friends and we're going to sit and play for three or four hours, we can jump in competitive and not worry about getting matched with, you know... Idiots, yeah. Yeah, just complete morons that are not anywhere near our skill level and drag us down or get stuck into a match with people that are just going to roll our faces. Right. It's like, let's have seven Reinhardts. Why? First of all, there's only six players. You can't even have seven, but let's do it. (laughs) Somehow they have a seventh one. I don't know how it happens. Yeah, or, you know, you've already got, you know, a Roadhog and somebody's somebody's like, oh, well, I just got a skin, so I'm going to play Roadhog too. Right. I mean, I will do that gradually. It's not like it's the first thing I would do if I get a skin or whatever, but shit, you know. Yeah, like, if I can play it, I'll play it, but, like, I'm not going to be like, well, we've already got two Widowmakers, but I got a skin, so I'm going to play Widowmaker also. No, motherfucker. Like, you can play that some other time. Like, play Roadhog, play Bastion, play something. Yeah. Anything else. Literally anything else. But, I don't know. I I don't care. Just play something else. (laughs) I mean, I agree. Like, I'm not only going to play competitive. Right. But when I can, I'm going to. Because also, I like the competitive aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And I want to get the high ranking in that. But I'm also excited about it because the matchmaking will be better. Yeah, definitely. So, just, just by fact of people that are... You know, they can't quit because if they do, they can't go play another game until this one's over. Right. You know, that that's going to be fucking great. So, I don't know. I'm excited about it. Um, but I, I can understand, like, not being super excited about it because you won't be able to use it a lot either. Yeah, and then just in general, on top of that, like, I, that was one of the things I loved about Overwatch was the fact that they were trying to get away from the whole, like kill-death ratio bullshit from Call of Duty. It's like, this was a game meant to kind of be more fun. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to throw the competitive mode on top of it, which is going to take it right back there. Yeah, but at least you can have both worlds. Yeah. You know, it's like Hearthstone. You can play, you know, in the the regular ranked ladder, or you can just go dick around in the wild format and use whatever the hell cards you please. Right. You know, well, it's nice that they game. give you the option. That's really the thing I like about it, is you have the option. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just weird. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's probably as good a place as any to end the show, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, well. Uh, I want to go pee, and I want to go to bed. There you go. Ditto. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have a good week, and I'm sure we'll uh, we'll play some Overwatch at least uh, around the holiday, if nothing else. Hopefully, probably it'll be over the weekend before the fourth. But yeah, that's yeah, time holiday we're... weekend, you know. Right. All right. So, well, take care, everybody. Yeah. Have a good week. Peace, love, and hair grease. What?